0: Dick Shock. Deke shock Yeah. <laughs> fi. I like that word. Fi. is
1: a fine fie. word. Fee fie, fi. fie, fi. Fi and fo. humbug. Which is what I usually say when people say, Hey,
2: Merry Christmas. Fi and humbug. hmm I said, you boy, what day is it? It's Christmas, sir. Bring us a goose, the biggest goose in all of London town. Wow.
1: Duck, duck, goose. (laughs) I remember once we ate a goose for Christmas, and we just could not stop saying, bring us a goose, the
2: biggest goose in all of (laughs) Vegas town. Where did you eat this goose? Yeah, where did you eat this goose? I don't know. He found it in a park. It was a Canada goose. Ah." (laughs) I hear those things are mean as fuck. They don't taste good either. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do not have experience. I've only heard. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. They're also protected up there, so you know. Yeah, I say, mm-hmm. Would I've... you rather? I've... Would you rather fight
1: a Canada goose or a Canada moose? Oh, Jesus! What? That's a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> really?
3: Wow. That's a hard one. Yeah, see, because I because I know moose can be goddamn mean. They're
2: yeah, well, they're so like can they're, they're, geese. They're, they're the Incredible Hulk <laughs> of the so north. So can geese. Okay. Yes,
4: but a moose could kill you.
5: <clears throat> so can a
2: geese.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I think. I think. I think the the moose. Is the Will Smith of Canada Wildlife? Jesus and the geese, How many
1: Smith
2: jokes are you gonna make? The
5: geese is the Chris Rock. Oh God! So you know,
2: no, that's that analogy is wrong because the, he would have, if he was the goose, he would have fought back, and the moose would have been like, "Oh shit, I'm out of here!"
5: Wow, that's totally not like what
2: happened. What yeah. is
3: going in Canada? I don't know. <laughs> Sauce yeah, you know how Canadians goose, are all nice? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: They pour all the hatred into little goslings when they're And
3: know. that's why
5: they
2: taste bad. You're tasting Canadian hate, toxicity, <laughs> <laughs> toxicity. Yeah, hate is Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Hate, hate is stringy. So is this like like Armus from Next
6: Gen, like all of the Canadian hate gets put into the geese and that's why everybody's so nice and you just have these toxic geese that's running right. around that just like
2: well, and, and then they go south for the winter. they eventually kill like, Tasha. Oh, we amongst our people. We don't, we're not going to leave. And then they eventually <laughs> kill
6: Tasha Yar, like an episode before she actually disappears from the series. Canada yes. geese killed Tasha Yar. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I yeah, just they said did. they're like
6: the armists of Canada.
2: You didn't see that deleted scene. They came out of the black tar pit. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and just flap, flap, Dragged her back yep. in. Yep. Yep. So uh, meaningless
3: so, death. So black goo is the eventual <laughs> evolution of geese. Yes. yes. yes.
1: Right. Dude,
3: duh. Dude, duh. <laughs>
1: Dude,
3: duh. Dude, Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 632. I am Max Trotorgo.
6: It is Jeff. Slappy K. <laughs> God damn it.
3: <laughs> Maple please Max. <laughs> Flark.
4: And Death.
3: And we're going to talk Weak and Geek and try not to talk about the Oscars.
5: Why? Okay,
3: maybe the Oscars, but
5: really you, that moment. You want to talk about the Oscars, Barry. Yeah. I absolutely do not. Because because uh, I
1: could not be any less interested if I were actively in a coma.
5: A 501st member won an Oscar, so you should be happy.
1: An honorary 501st member. Not someone who goes and dresses up. Who was it? The the guy who's the, deaf.
3: Yeah. Troy. He was in the Mandalorian. He uh, oh. yeah. yeah. He yeah, developed the okay. sign language for the Mandalorian. And you know what? I mean, good uh, for him. Sh- good for him. But he's not. Honorary. Huh? He's
5: honorary. All right. I didn't read that part. That's <laughs> oh, right. You just read the headlines. The, <laughs> I just read the headline.
4: 501st first. Yes.
1: There are no, no like celebrity type people but... going around in the 501st first dressing up,
5: dude. 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 Once upon a time, what you know, people could have could have done that way back, and then stopped was, way back. It's like, like the 501st saying there are no such, that far there are no back. celebrities who play Warhammer.
6: Wait. <laughs> was Adam Savage ever a member of the 501st cuz he actively goes out and cosplays in a multitude of Star Wars outfits as well as other cosplay I don't outfits. believe he is but, okay. he, but if anyone is probably him yeah. cuz I was going to say he's mentioned it several times on his tested channel on YouTube so yeah. I didn't know if it, he was a member or not
5: Was it uh, not a member of 501st but didn't uh didn't McGregor go to a uh, dress up in a want McGregor? He dressed up Whoa. with a lot of stuff. Well, <laughs> some Mark, Celebrator. Mark Hamill. Okay, okay, okay.
6: <laughs> dressed up in a stormtrooper outfit, the older fit, guy. The older and guy. then went up and down uh yes. Hollywood Boulevard doing pictures with people and then he would pull right. the helmet off. That doesn't make him a member of the 501.
5: I said he's not a member of the O. First, but Wow. Wow. Listen, he's a member of the 501st. Listen, five. To, this, listen to this 501st snobbery. <laughs>
0: Good
3: <laughs> Christ. <laughs> the embodiment of snobbery is sitting I right across especially I mean. as Not one, who, but two
6: pinkies in the air. Snobber. Who hasn't been an active member in more than yeah, a decade. I know, yeah. right?
2: So you might as well be honorary at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh! oh. oh. Honorary. honorary has
6: been dropped, sir. Do I oh
1: need my. to whip out that picture of us inducting George Lucas into the five I don't want to hear oh, about yeah. you whipping yeah.
6: anything out, Barry. <laughs> what I have, have you done you, for me lately? I think <laughs> you should slap him.
5: For saying something that hurt your feelings, Jesus Christ!
6: <laughs> I mean, even I have a picture of of Lucas outside of the, my former restaurant. So, I mean, that's not really wow. A, you're, you're not really adding anything to the conversation Look here. This
2: guy, former restaurant, like I know, I know. like where, uh, it's where I used to Gunther, work. Like, and I have I,
3: a picture.
2: I've got, I've got a shirt with
5: a George Lucas cum stain on the collar. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't washed that.
1: Gross. It was a flannel.
5: <laughs> Lucas
1: joke. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now, she Shifting.
6: Barry gears. You're, you're you're wrong. He Barry would never have washed that. He'd have put it in like in a Ziploc bag and thrown it in his freezer.
5: Oh, I said it didn't come out. But oh, okay. I said
6: he never washed it. Ah, gotcha.
5: That'd be funny. Yeah. Then my mom washed it. I was like, Mom, and she's like, What? And I'm like. Nothing? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing?
6: And I could totally see it later. I'll be going through the freezer. I'm like, Barry, do I need to ask why there's a sweater in my freezer? (laughs) When my
1: house is ready and we move out of here, I'm going to leave a mystery shirt in your freezer. Mystery stain on it. Yeah, well, take it from... It's going to be a blue and black flannel. Take Uh it from me. No one's going to notice for like two weeks,
6: (laughs) and by then, Paulette will have switched it out with something. (laughs) Oh my God! Somebody was uh, on YouTube the other day. Was at a dollar store and they had the the Danish butter cookies, and they picked one up off the shelf and then said, uh, "Before we open this, do we want to take a guess whether there's like uh, crafting stuff or nuts and bolts in here when we open it?"
3: Yeah, Schrodinger's butter cookies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So what was
6: it? But they were the smaller tins. Like it was literally the dollar twenty, the dollar twenty five store, and they're. I'm not kidding you. They're about half the size of the regular tins that we had here. So what was it? And it was cookies. And oh, okay, good. They literally They picked it up off the shelf, and they opened it was cookies. But then later on, when they were at their shop, I love how asked, somebody opened it to get a cookie, and it was nuts and bolts. To, and be, like, fair, gotcha. to,
1: to be fair. I got you. To be fair. To be fair. If I bought cookies, I don't care if it's from the dollar store or from the proper supermarket, and it turns out it was uh, nuts and bolts or sewing supplies I would have taken that back and thrown it at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs>
2: wow.
6: See if the Oscars ask you back. So violent, Barry.
2: <laughs> you just gotta cry and, you know. That's true. You wanna slap? Love you want makes one? you do crazy
5: yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that a Bobby Brown song?
3: Not getting any better. Yep. <laughs> 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 Not getting any better. My point, would, uh, My point stands. My
5: point stands. I have to say, it's actually getting worse. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't use love to c- to justify reference. your violence. Yeah. I think
4: we all got that reference, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> he would have expanded on it though. He'd be like, "Oh, and also, he did this thing with the." No
5: nah, Well, I, let's, Bobby Brown. Let's not <laughs> go overboard with Andy knowing Bobby Brown lyrics. No, true. <laughs> he probably would though.
6: Yeah. Andy, well, we'll Andy knows weird things that you don't expect him well, to know. That's
3: true. Yeah, he loves to sing my pejorative. Okay.
5: <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thanks. No longer me today, folks.
2: Someone slap him.
6: The owner of the red balloon. Oh my god! Balloon. Did you did you catch his post about uh, doing a Google search for stingers? And I'm like, <laughs>
2: I literally, as soon as he
6: said, like I googled stingers he was, in for movies. Away from home. Spider Man. No way from. home. No way home. He what went, are the
5: spider-man home ones
6: and instead that's of awful. going to MediaStinger.com, which i've mentioned on this on this podcast so many times he did a google search for uh spider-man no way home stinger and of course the first thing that pops up is a spoiler and i mean before i even read that part of his post i facepalmed because i knew i'm like you never google search a yeah. movie you're going to go see because the first thing that's gonna pop up is spoilers and sure enough yeah. yeah,
5: I gave him some trouble too cuz it's just like it's a Marvel movie, Andy. Just sit there.
6: And not to mention it's been what a month and a half since it came out. Yeah.
5: He he's lucky yeah. he got that far. It's yeah. actually kind of ironic. A month and a half and yep. he's about to see the movie and spoiler. <laughs> it's great. But it's just like, dude, it's just just sit there until what what you you don't want to see the MPAA yeah a uh, sticker at the end of the credits when they finally roll out it just just yeah. sit there.
6: I mean, I don't know. I, I at this point I feel like they should be paying me. But mediastinger.com it's a great place to go for spoiler-free uh, Posts about whether there is w- it's worth your time staying through the credits or not. That. Isn't there also so, afterthecredits.com? Uh, <laughs> I think so but I I've had better luck with mediastinger just cuz And cause it's, and runp. Yes, yeah, so let's yeah. not
2: forget about runp. Isn't that much here's an idea how <laughs> about how about we just stop doing those there's an idea what P. going to no. movies the little the little little bits after and during the credits it's a marvel, thing. All what, what, it's a marvel, marvel thing. thing it's what, always fucking... it's always gonna happen but wait,
6: it's, it's but it's not just a marvel thing wait, wait. I mean it goes all the way back to Ferris Bueller's day off and even
2: before that
3: sure but I, I want to know Matt why, why the hate for stingers? yeah
2: I'm just an angry person. That's all. Okay, okay. You're
3: Canadian. <laughs> you
2: know, okay, you know what? I left we, before I could be angry. Canadian. Before <laughs> you to rage get rage, we, <laughs> you can we
1: it give a Matt. <laughs> we always we always refer to Matt as oh the Canadian. Why is he so angry?
3: But we forget
1: that's not where his
3: roots are. No, he's our Canadian geese. Where's he from? Where's he from? I'm not from
2: where you. Th- oh, well, your Florida. family. <laughs> they had a place there where they were They Florida man right here <laughs> they went down there during the, the harsh Canadian winters they're like fuck this we're going but south but also
4: you go back a few and it's Ireland right yes so you know Irish are pretty dumb. Dumb.
2: punchy punchy they a little oh, punchy punky, punky. Yeah. and not just any People. part of Ireland Belfast oh yeah. boy <laughs> oh my god but were you born in Florida no. We, we, we did, you, were he was you born raised? in Canada. If I was born in Florida, I'd be a U.S. citizen. You f- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <huh>?
1: <laughs> 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 well,
2: where, where did all this Florida shit come from? Because during the wintertime, and usually Christmas, <laughs> same time, okay. we'd go to Florida for weeks on end. Well,
1: no, it does explain it, though. Because you know Christmas, you're supposed to be happy and it's supposed to be Christmas time. Snow and, snow and you know, you know and you're and in the Everglades, joy, and you're in a swamp <laughs> hunting alligators, <laughs> dodging cockroaches that fly. Yeah, yeah. That's
4: Texas.
2: Cougars no, looking to too. kill you. Ugh. It's also there too.
5: Yeah, yeah. If if anything rivals Houston for buggage well, baggage, it's it's Houston be is far. a swamp,
4: so it's yeah. you know it's, it's on par.
5: Yeah, Florida is just oh, it's So not, it's the whole place is a.
1: Alive. Yes. <laughs> just, yes. There's always some something just oozing on you, <laughs>
5: crawling.
1: Okey, finoki mat. Okie finoki mat. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. All right, let's get this little business out of the way before we continue on. Let's Swamp Rat mat. Before more of that happens. <laughs> moist mat. No. We're not starting that. Yeah. Well, we he is moist. That. I mean,
5: look, he's already starting to beat up on his uh, I I forehead.
2: Have a, I have an oily forehead. Okay. <laughs> it's just the way it is. No. Well, Barry, he didn't complain about Grab it being some of that. Fry
5: <laughs> up some tortillas or something.
1: What, what do they eat out there? Just In fried Florida? gator? Poutine. Did fry some gator? Oh, yeah. Gator's yeah. good. Gator's good. Actually, nope. really?
6: no. Yeah, I can't hate on gator. It's good. Gator, it tastes good. like good. rattlesnake. Black? No, it doesn't. Blackened gator is the frickin' best. Yeah, so good. I like gator on a stick from Renfair. Oh, oh yeah. Oh.
5: Why does, Just because it's the South. We we have to go racial at some point. What are you talking about? What the fuck?
2: Gator.
6: Cajun blackened he said
5: gator. Blackened. What?
2: Get with the joke. Oh, come on. No, man. Get what
5: joke? Was there a joke there? No. <laughs> I'm waiting for the funny. I'm just stating the obvious.
2: That's right. Where's that shirt? <laughs> you're, 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 maybe, maybe if that's all that shirt says. You're stretching
6: it to try to quote state you know, the I like obvious. That. I'm,
2: I'm just stating the obvious. That's a good yeah. one. I'm just stating the obvious. We take the part that's questionable out of there. Yes. Digging that hole. What's, some
3: business, what's up there? That's a good idea. Yeah, let's get some, do some business. The Geek Shock Book Club. Uh, right now, we are polling members for the uh, book for next month. The April book is always a graphic novel, so chances are by the time you're hearing this, the poll is done and the graphic novel's up, so go to the Geek Shock Book Club Facebook page to find out what the next book is, and of course, we'll announce it next week. With the caveat that even though
6: it's the episode launches on April 1st, it won't be an actual April Fool's joke. What
3: whatever you pick? Uh, no goddamn Shit. promises, my friend. Okay, it's, who knows? Fair enough. It's April first.
1: I Fair hate enough. April <laughs> Fools, and I avoid Torgo like the plague Why? on such holidays. Listen.
3: That's a
2: holiday. April
3: first is for <laughs> amateurs. All right, this that's is when true. people. That's what they're expecting you to do. No, <laughs> let let the amateurs plan oh, April first. The rest of the year is yours. Uh Kill him with kindness,
5: huh, Torgo? He's got a point.
6: (laughs) Or with 99 balloons in their shower. Or (laughs) (laughs) Or is that what Torgo wants
3: you to believe? There could be that too.
6: That was the least that I could have done for the freaking Bieberization of my room at that time. Coming home from work tired and looking at it. I'm like, why are there Justin Bieber posters all over my wall? And oh my God, my ceiling too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about.
6: Turned my room into a teenage girl's room. It wasn't was really... hard. Well, it... Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> nope, it sure wasn't. Uh, also, we, uh, we're putting together the next Pinball Effects tournament. Chances are that's already running. But uh, So I'm polling the monkeys on that for what table we should do next. So be ready for the tournament. And the... War Room Games auction is this weekend. Yep. So this Sunday.
2: I will be there. I'll be there.
3: I'll be there. And it's going to be a good time. If you want, especially if you want cheap Warhammer armies, that's where you want to be. Or if you want to sell off your stuff for store credit, that's a great place for that too. So that's going to be this Sunday. I think they usually start about like 11 in the morning, something like that. Sounds right. Uh, Usually goes on. The last one was a little smaller than before. So I think the last one only went for about four or five hours. Or you could skip the store and sell your cheap Warhammer
1: Armies directly to me. Oh, there is that. Partial payment in the form of a drawing of your face that I will do with a crayon. Oh, boy. Ooh,
5: crayon. Yeah.
1: Wow. Now, I don't have the 64 set like some fancy kids. I have, like, the little cheap one that's, like, 16. And they're not even Crayola. They're, like, what's that other one?
6: It's like like what Hydrox is, the Oreos. (laughs) Hydrox Crayons. Which, Although, by the way, speaking of crayons and drawings, you guys remember when we went to uh, to dinner that one time, and while we were there, Andy just does doodles in crayon while we're talking? And macaroni like, grill. Yeah. yeah the, the, the thing he did in five minutes was better than anything I've ever done in my life with a fucking crayon. Yes. God damn it, you're a talented man, Andy, and yeah. I don't mind saying so, but... Man, put all of the shit that I've ever done in my life to shame in five minutes there. (laughs) Uh, Speaking
3: of Andy and his art, Andy is going to be starting doing some of the artwork for the Kofi members, for those in the tier. So uh, he'll be taking requests here very, very soon, most likely in the Discord. So pay attention for that in the near future. Um, Is he in there? He, please, technically, he is. Yeah. Whether yeah. he knows how to use it well, that's a <laughs> yeah, whole no, other procedure. We'll get
6: him. He requests to He him. occasionally pops in, yeah. whether it's spelled... Oh, I know. I see it. Whether he but. spells things correctly or not is a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. And Kirsten and I are also available yeah. to do uh, sure. pictures. Yeah. You, have, you also have to remember, he uses text-to-speech a lot, and... <laughs> you know... Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's like, uh, that is an okay. incredibly
5: ironic... Yeah. Okay. Wow.
6: Yeah. So, you got to... Take that into account and try to do the Andy translation while you're trying to read what he wrote. You it's like
3: I'm trying to. Oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> I uh, okay, yeah. And now, now for our Kofi members tier three and above, it is that time of the month. I don't want to hear it.
1: Come <laughs> on, man. You can't just set them up like that.
3: It is that time of the month to draw for the miniature giveaway. Uh, this month, I painted up a half-orc. It is time to give away that now. So, fairy, give that thing a spin so we can uh, Roll draw it Roll towards you. There you go. Who will win? Who will win? And the winner. Hold on. I
1: got to get the thing out very nice alright let's see who's the winner Daniel
3: loser. Daniel loser. congratulations hey! Daniel you are the winner of the Half-Orc we'll be uh, contacting you soon uh, for your address and uh, you know what for our tier 2 people and above we also do a mystery giveaway every now and then let's do that now do we have Ooh. theme music for that uh, Jeff just did it yeah <laughs>
6: It's half like '70s game show, half '70s porn. Well, I mean, yes. that's for that drawing. Do we we need different music for this goofy mystery prize drawing? All right, all right. You ready? You ready? <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's all I could think of. The, you I just did, did it. What did you dispense? You dispensed one.
1: Yeah, but I did screwed up.
6: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like operator error to me. Numbers were upside down. Oh, okay.
1: Okay, we have a winner. And the winner is John B. John, congratulations. Oh, for goodness oh. sakes. As in,
3: like, the Hastings B? Uh, John B.
4: Hastings, probably. I
3: believe so. Oh, for God's sake. He doesn't, he shouldn't get anything because he created the man babies and is therefore eternally punished. Well, you know, I, I we haven't said that. what the
1: reward is. No. Hey. Right. that's true. What the
0: hell?
6: (laughs) Maybe his reward is his punishment.
1: Well, he is a tier two shock monkey. That tells you something, people. Everyone can
3: win. (laughs) That's true. So congratulations, John. Even close friends of the... And congratulations, Daniel.
1: Uh Well, except for Biggs and Mike. They, They just get poop.
3: And for everybody else, we'll be doing another drawing for a mini next month. The next one, I've chosen it. I'll be posting pictures of it on the uh, co- on our uh, Kofi Discord. So be looking out for that. And if you want to be involved in all this good stuff, go to ko-fi.com slash geekshock to join our Kofi. There are many, members- many membership tiers and lots of good stuff attached to each. Indeed. So, so that being said, before we go on, and we brought up pinball effects. I'm a little disgruntled uh, a bit. Uh-oh. Uh, so oh, why are you less than gruntled? I am less than gruntled because uh, we've been doing Pinball effects 3 for a good while and wow. they've announced the next iteration of Pinball effects. that I think they're just calling it Pinball effects now uh, that's going to be released sometime this summer, Okay, uh, but they put out a video explaining how it's all going to work and I am not all that fond of their choices.
2: I'm not aware of their choices. Please, uh, expand on that. You okay. buy all your tables. They have an NFT table, right?
3: <laughs> wow. Something like that. Uh, no, nothing with any NFTs. But uh, they are moving to a very... How should I put this? Uh, mo- mobile game platform uh, level oh, way yes. of doing things. Instead of buying individual tables, you purchase tickets that you turn in for tables. Like they're older... T- like... I think it's like 220 tickets for $20 and each table, the lowest tier is like 40 tickets. They're like higher tiers are like 65 tickets. So it's one of those things where you're buying a secondary currency so that you'll buy things and then have more currency left over that you're not going to use. That, that bullshit
1: model. Oh, is it like when you buy a package of hot dogs and a hot dog
3: buns and there's always some yeah. left over? It's exactly that. Yeah. Uh, none of the tables will translate over, so you, you have to buy them all <laughs> again. I we love have it. to buy it all again. I nope. Love it. Or I could just play pinball effects three instead. Yes, you could. Yeah. Or if you'd like, you could also join their subscription service. I was there right. It you is. were right. I was right. So in oh, its fourteen it. ninety nine month to have access to all their tables. So, and there it is. I, That's I, what they want right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So That's I, it. I'm not happy about it. Uh, the only thing I can see so far that they've really advanced on it is they've got a new physics engine. And you can now, instead of have preset views of the table, view one, view two, view three, you can actually create your own view as to where you want it. That's, That's not nice. bad. That's not bad. Um, so I'm, I'm not exactly happy with what they've got. Well, and no, they also have me- a... I'll oh, plug. Go
1: ahead. Because uh, I know what you're going to do. I know where you're not. I know where you're not happy because they're going to come up with a lifetime subscription version for like five hundred dollars. You're going to buy it, and then the company's going to go under. <laughs> like
3: Star Trek Online, you worthless. Star Trek Online's still out there, but my subscription shit. Um, they also have a singular tier that doesn't fit in all of that. That, for example, they had released their first new table in fucking ages, and it is the Indiana Jones table. Okay. The, the classic one the the actual table from the pinball machine oh okay so it's good table uh but it's their kind of their ultra premium i'm guessing the license cost them a hell of a lot because that singular table on pinball fx 3 costs 14.99 for a single table and that won't be available for like tickets or so on it's so there's a special tier for certain licenses obviously so i'm I'm not tickets crap (laughs) Yeah, so, okay, so that's what's happening, Pinball Effects. So, Pinball Effects 3, that's where we're doing our tournament. For the, for the time being, until whatever this is coming up ahead gets ironed out. I'm disappointed. I'm so disappointed. It's very disappointing. Yeah. So, that being said, what geeky things did you do this week, Deb? So, we actually
4: did a lot this week. You did a lot. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to bring up my favorite thing, which Barry can't stand and absolutely hates. Bridgerton! Bridgerton! Yay. Oh, yeah. I heard season that pre-started. Yes. Season two dropped. Uh. Um, I love the show. I have not read the books, and I'm interested to read them. I know that each one is about a different sibling in the family. So they're doing the shows, you know, obviously just like they are with the, the book series. I don't know how many of the kids they get through, though, because it's like the Bridgerton kids. It's like seven or eight children. It's ridiculous. I have a big family. Um, and the first book was about the oldest daughter and her getting married and dah, 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 coming out to society. And and then the second book is about the oldest son. So I love it. I think it's a great show. But I like, you know, historical time period dramas. So and they're more adult. They have, you know, more like at least in the first season of Bridgerton, there was sex scenes and no clothes and things that you you know kind of don't always expect from a tv show that takes place during that time period so
1: yeah they do that to
6: draw in a few guys and then they stop
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah the second season there's like maybe one or two sex scenes and the third nothing you mean
6: like tutors season one and two versus like the rest of the run oh, yeah <laughs> no. there was a ton
4: yeah. yeah there used to be a ton of sex like
6: things. yeah the first couple seasons of the tutors it was like Every freaking episode, there were like three or four sex scenes, and then as the series went on, there were zero. It's like Game of Thrones, it was more implied. Yeah. Like it was like you saw people putting their clothes back on at the end, like or just buttoning buttoning up a shirt, and it's like, oh, okay, so what just happened? Oh, okay.
1: And as far as I can tell right now, Bridgerton, it's all about everyone just wants to get married.
4: It's not everyone who wants to get married. It's the the oldest kids <laughs> in the family. That's the time that they are in their life where they're supposed to get married and do things and the oldest son is the Viscount he inherited his father's title because his father died you know 10 years before and so it's important for him to find a wife and make sure the family's taken care of and da 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 so that's what this whole season's about.
6: That old
1: chestnut. And <laughs> yes. I, 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 I caught a couple episodes because I would be sitting there with Dead bushes watching it and all I could think of is looking at this this whole situation from the eyes of one of the people like, working there thinking fuck all these people <laughs> that's
6: Downton Abbey
4: yes yeah, or, down, not
6: Downton Abbey I kind of enjoyed well whoa I know yikes that's a sticker right there <laughs> <laughs> Barry no, it's, no, it's no, it's Downton not. Abbey I kind of enjoyed because <laughs> he doesn't like anything I kind of enjoyed Downton Abbey yeah, which is no. why I said that's a sticker because it's I can't remember the last time you said you kind of enjoyed something. <laughs> I hate when this happens. I hate when this happens. I hate this show because of this. I hate that show because of this.
3: Things that Barry enjoys. Yeah. Yeah. But that that the could Halo be a sticker from yeah. Paramount+. Three, three Amigos. <laughs> and Downton Abbey. Star and then Wars. <laughs> nothing.
6: <laughs> Downton Abbey and it says in parentheses, kind of. <laughs> that'd be on the list. Yeah. That's like two things that we know of so far. Real Dune? members of the fight I love Dune. Okay, three things on the board.
1: I enjoy no one at this table.
3: There is no <laughs> there fourth go.
6: thing. I was gonna say yeah. All right. what, what else kind of goes without saying?
4: <laughs> you want to move on? To
6: yeah, kind of do.
1: What else? Did you, what else did we do?
4: Um. Well, we, we bought a
1: pirate wheel.
4: Yes. Well, a ship's wheel. Ship's
1: wheel. Whatever. I I think it's gonna be a pirate. <laughs> yes. Course.
6: I come home from work. I walk in to my kitchen and I'm like, why is there a ship's wheel on my table?
4: Yes. We left it on the kitchen table for the evening.
6: It would be a surprise. Yeah. I was like, where am I going to put this? (laughs) (laughs) It's going in in our tiki bar. Yes.
3: Very nice. Yes. Yes.
6: We went.
1: (laughs) This is totally not geeky. This is like anti-geeky. We went, and Matt went too, uh,
6: we went antiquing. I don't know. That's kind of geeky. It is kind of geeky. That is the...
2: Antiquing's oh, so great. So you so didn't domestic. buy it at the
6: Pirate Fest? You bought it at Antiquing? No. Yeah, we bought it at Antiquing. Oh. Yes.
2: I want to know how that Pirate Fest was because I watched the is, news coverage of that. And it was it. Lame. lame. It was lame. Yeah, the Pirate Fest, um, they're talking about it and then they go back to the news anchor and she's like, we're at a Pirate Fest this weekend. <laughs> I was like, wow, how professional.
1: <laughs> I know.
3: Unfortunately,
1: she was right. Yeah. It was cut. not that great at all.
3: So, how much does a pirate's wheel cost these days?
1: <laughs> well, the guy in the store was selling it for like five hundred bucks, but and of course we left the price tag on there for Jeff
6: to see and freak out about. But he had no I reaction. didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it until much later. We didn't
4: pay that much for that. No, no, nowhere near that.
6: We got him down two hundred dollars. Totally
1: worth it. Respectable. Yeah,
4: yeah. it's a. F- I mean, it's, it's huge. It's four feet across. Four. It's got it's, ten spokes. It's bigger than
1: the table. It's
4: it's 48. Well, it's 48 inches. So Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, four
6: oh, feet across. Yeah. And yet one. he won't spend $50 to buy a battery for his car. I'm gonna. He's I lazy. just don't need to right now. <laughs> I'm happy <laughs> where I am. Need that's
5: need that pirate's wheel. He's like, I got Deb to drive me around I got, and then I complain about her driving. And, and,
1: and ship's wheel. That's mm-hmm. a need. I know. Put it down your pants. Say it's driving you nuts. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> it's funny because I'm carrying this thing to the car, and two people stopped on the way. Are like, that's cool. <laughs> and, and Deb's like, don't, don't laugh.
5: That's the only way he can actually walk.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> A pirate wheel? No, no. Oh. Hard to port. Oh shit. <laughs>
2: We Ironically, saw, we saw Polly Shore. We saw Paulie Shore, saw Paulie Paulie Shore. We're We're just right. doing a, like a promo, like thing. a little bit. There's that theater downtown. Yeah, yeah. He's doing a one man show in the Art District. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was there yelling at the guy. I cool. was like, it was like a bit or something because he's like, he's handing out cards. You'll like this, and he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, oh, no man, no, no, no. Shit. And he comes walking up. Why don't you give me a card, huh? Why don't you? What are you doing? What do I pay you for? I was, I was like, that's Pauly Shore. <laughs> but, he was do- but he was doing a bit because there was a guy with a camera. Yeah, across there was a the guy street. across the street with a camera. So yeah.
1: Anyway, it wow. on Bali Shore. That's a, kind of a geeky uh, thing. That's fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But Pirate Fest, nope. Noted.
2: Noted. Bad. Bleah. How much did you? Uh, what, how how much were tickets
4: for Pirate Fest? They weren't that much. They were not much. like twelve dollars. Like well, yeah, I was gonna
2: say
6: because like the weekend passes were only like thirty bucks. for well, like, they did, both days. I oh okay. I we, thought
2: they got the we lifetime. Could, we subscription. just did one little loop. <laughs> No, they got tickets and they could uh redeem those for Saturday or Sunday. Uh Sunday's 20, Saturday's 40 or something like that. Totally not worth it.
1: Man, this town
6: needs a good ren fair. Yes, it does. Ugh. It is it is progr- progress uh, 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 progressively gotten worse. Yeah. I, I remember it was pretty decent when I moved out here 22 years ago and then Since then, it's kind of... But it's
4: gotten gotten bigger, which is the problem, right? So it's gotten more people attend.
6: Is it bigger or is it just spread out more? Because there was a lot more in a smaller area when it was at Sunset Park when I first moved out here. And now it's like it's spread out over a larger area and it just seems like it's lamer.
1: It is lamer. Because it's not... not, They don't have uh, permanent structures... It's in the desert It's super it's hot It's one weekend
4: Yeah So you don't have people Investing well, and then, time and effort <laughs> like, Into okay, making it it's cooler It's
2: the rent fair Okay So you have the um, The uh, What is it The uh, Eastern Rome, Or Western Roman Empire Walking around I'm like No If you were the Eastern Sure Oh here's this guy Yeah yeah. It's not wow. Period
1: well, they it got
5: pirates.
2: Matter. It doesn't matter.
6: They when got pirates. They yes, got pirates. They got pirates. What bullshit is that? Exactly. pirate just just, just, just walk around with your psychic paper and tell them everybody you're a historical expert. There's and always there to make sure. There's always no. doctors at those. We so got to we got to put, put
5: on. Yeah, we gotta put on old school Starfleet uniforms and walk they around. They
4: do with that. Yes. they do that. So the the fair in Texas, we have seen all of that, and you've got you have groups of people that. Like every weekend they'll come in that, and they're good costumes. And you they, can't
1: compare the two fairs. You Can't. It's not just the location. It's not just the weather. By the way, location's better. The weather's better. The people are better.
2: So it's, this is one thing in Texas you like by far and away better. <laughs> Actually, sorry. <laughs> it does. It's the not. It thing, doesn't even. Barbecue. Com- it does
1: right. not even compare the Texas Renfest... Fest. In Houston, just outside of Houston, goes for two months in a week or so. Okay, every 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 week and there's a different theme. It's amazing. You is always voted one of the best. Well, and it's I mean
4: it is literally permanent. Physically so large, you unless you really focus, you can't see it all. It's like as big as Disneyland. It's big. It's not that big, but it's big.
5: Well, it's in Texas.
2: <laughs> it's as big as it is. Is it underneath the uh, flight approach to an airport? So you got one guy saying, what <laughs> is this metal bird from wherever he is? And stuff no. That. <laughs> also, the thing, the th- there's not like cheap-ass tents there. There's not like big
1: signs saying, oh. sponsored by Bud Light. No, you don't see any of that. It's okay. all, that's all. That's garbage that you only see wow. here. Wow. Wow. wow.
2: So Texas. is it like, like raiding and shit? Like they're raiding each other's camps and whatnot? No. You know? well so, come on well take it to the next level well i want fire i want torching if you're a real Rennie, wait a sec i should probably you- stop right there <laughs> with the raping and the yeah no. wow <laughs> wow okay and the you get that pages. time uh time stamp yeah.
1: <No>?
6: Re- no, that's goes- a shirt. Anyone who
1: lives that rent-fair life knows that all the good stuff happens after rent fair's over and they go and they do the the parties and the Oh, the so or- raping. The orgy. Oh, it's oh, not Jesus raping, Christ. it's orgies. Oh, okay. It, uh, they- well, there are people beating other people. What? Whipping. Uh,
2: yeah, there's always that it's one
4: It's always gap. consensual.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's yes. what they all say. Yeah. I mean, don't don't ruin it for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> like here's a safe word. Something in German. Remember the safe word. <laughs> that's not, heaven. Heaven. not the
0: word. <laughs> you have a heaven, really heaven.
1: twisted <laughs> version of renfairs in your head. Well,
5: dude, you have you ever been to a Canadian renfair? I know I haven't. That, that shit, they they get serious. There's 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 raping and pillaging and
6: moose. And, and moose, moose racks. racks. Yes, the moose are nervous. You know, Ooh. to to a, to a point you're actually right, Barry. I think permi- permanent permanent <laughs> structures.
2: Clip that, clip that. To a point, that's a shirt. To a point, Barry, you're having right. Having a permanent
6: structure does make a, a big difference because I was yeah. thinking about um uh the Kansas City Renaissance Festival they used to have. Uh, I don't know if they're still there cuz it's been decades since I thought about it, but uh, in Bonner Springs, Kansas, they had um, a setup where it it was a bunch of permanent structures including like the uh, the blacksmith's building. Yes. So they had, you know, the actual the clinging and fire pit with the with the, the bellows and everything, yep. the forge and then the, you know, the, the anvil to make your, your wares with. But um, I remember my mom really wanted to go to it and so I took my mom and my youngest sister to this. It was the first time she'd ever been to any kind of Renaissance festival. And so she was just positive, positively giddy. She just thought it was all just fun. And interesting. It's, it's and, a lot and of the people fun. were into it. And, you know, going into the the blacksmith's building and then going into the, the little restaurant they have set up, which is more like an old dining hall. You know, it's all well, I guarantee
1: it's, it's, it's not like the Vegas Fair where no. it's just cheap tents, yeah, just cheap signage. There, there sponsored were sponsored by there Coors were some tents whatever.
6: used to expand the area, but they had enough yeah. permanent structures that because uh, I went to it a couple years in a row because it was like a month long, it's like it was like. Thursday through Sunday for like four weeks straight.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense to have all that infrastructure and only mm-hmm. do it for one weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Is it too
2: much to ask? Yes. For my rent <laughs> for my rent fair <laughs> to have the start of Gladiator in a Germanic forest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the Marcomanni <Damn>. Wars <laughs> just is just a my unleashed. Yes, exactly. Matt, what'd you do this week? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, antiquing. Saw Pauly Shore. Uh, Antiquing. God we uh, went well, Deb, What else did I do this <laughs> week uh, She doesn't live with me anymore I actually watched I actually watched uh, Because Blade Runner 2049 uh, Was released this week I think On Netflix mm-hmm. And I watched the original I wasn't impressed
4: You've never seen the original before
2: No Haven't I found it Okay plotting it's a slog maybe it's 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 slow it's, slow. it's, a, it's a very Wait. slow burner
6: yeah it's God almost forbid like they were you going you should think in a movie it's, oh you
1: no you can think a little faster than that <laughs> no it's almost <laughs> like, it's like watching star time, trek the
2: motion picture Motionless picture? Yeah. At the time, they were more concerned with the raining cityscape and like, yeah. oh, and, they were creating something. Effects. Yes. Yeah.
5: That was the first time that stuff was being done. Yeah. That, it created it was, a genre, even okay. though Bruce Gibson actually created it, but somehow they did it first.
6: It was groundbreaking in the sense that they were doing, just like you said, the world building, and they wanted a distinct look and feel for the film in order and to tell the story.
5: Prescient.
6: Yes. Yes.
5: A- whole sides of buildings advertising
6: although i, I for At some the, reason i hear big screaming
0: pertinent he means pertinent
6: uh
5: <laughs> i mean the same I, three advertising no, I, I know as but predicting. i just yes. yes yeah you're right he'd get that wrong yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i mean you know all, it, it it was it was astounding because of stuff that would eventually come that that movie saw okay
6: but and and I'm, but,
2: I'm watching it now. Yeah, in yeah. 2022. Well, yeah, it, it is a little dated, but it's not. And I saw the final cut that that version. The story right. is
6: not the problem, and it is a slow burn because You're supposed to feel what Deckard is feeling is that that slow investigation and trying to figure out what's yeah. going on. The noir. So yeah. noir. And that, that dark, gritty feel it's of Ridley the noir. Scott. It's
5: Ridley like, It's like the shit he got for Alien. The producers mm-hmm.
6: are like,
0: what the hell?
5: And he's like, yes. The first 45 <laughs> minutes, we're setting things up. But yeah. then everything happens. Right. Trust me. Trust him. Okay.
2: Yep. All right. Well, that's, but, that's what well, I thought. Well, what did you think <laughs> right? of the sequel, though? I haven't watched the sequel yet. That oh. Was just, you know, oh, I, it was like, you're prepping. I saw prepping. it on Monday, yeah. You're prepping. Okay.
6: Because okay. I feel like the sequel was had a really good look and feel to match the original. So, I mean, I you know, I want to hear your thoughts on it you, having you can now tell just seen it for the first Villeneuve
5: time. Villeneuve was was honing his desert landscape yeah. cinematography.
6: Right. Cuz he really he
5: really, boy, Vegas you you'll like uh the sequel because Vegas pays a price. Or shoot, even when he's Vegas out is hurting. in the desert
6: and Batista yeah. uh, Dave Batista's character yes. where it's just this barren wasteland. And Batista yeah, nice job, nice job so in those he, those few minutes. Yeah, oh, he, he can act. It's 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 act. essentially a glorified cameo, but he's so good in it for that very short period of yep. time.
2: Yep, I think I've seen that scene.
6: Okay, all oh, uh, uh, shit.
2: Yeah, right Yeah, but yeah. well, you, they do. You,
6: you Googled it, didn't you? Yes, well, God damn it. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> a lot of the talk nope. shows were playing like a small clip yeah, of that, I that
5: one when the fight they bring scene scene him or on.
2: Or Well, whatever, because
6: that. he actually, yeah,
5: he you know show him. yeah. People are like, wow, Dave Patista! I, I got to go see this. Right. Except Matt.
6: Except Matt.
2: <laughs> Anyways, that's what I did. Okay. Jeff, what'd you do?
6: Uh, been keeping up with Star Trek Picard. Um, really, really enjoying this season so far. I also started Moon Knight, although I didn't get to finish the episode. I was about 10 minutes shy before we recorded because I've had a couple of really interesting days here. Uh, hey! I don't forget the yeah. last
1: episode of Picard. Best cameo ever. Oh yeah. Oh, best. Yeah. Not don't look at sp- that. No spoilers. Yeah. No, no spoilers, spoilers. But it's the best. Did um, you want
2: to get into the Halo? How you liked I, it and I hated it. Everyone, everyone at this table hated it except you. Uh, Halo is is cringe. I, I, yes. I did what I was. What I was going to say. In, yeah, I forgot to next, mention that. Uh, I didn't
6: hate it. <laughs> I I didn't. I, I I'm with you. I didn't hate Halo, but it. Just there were moments that just literally made me physically cringe, and I'm just like, "Oh, yeah. they're gonna do this. This is so formulaic."
1: Why is it that the that their weapons hurt the aliens and the and the and the other guys' weapons? Exactly. Didn't?
6: They didn't explain it in there, yeah. but in the video games they do. So it's See, just one of those. I things. I
1: never I don't have anything invested in those video games. Where yeah, some well, people that
6: do are like, "Why are you taking
1: his helmet off? Why is it?" For a
6: series where well, they're trying to. Draw in people who are not fans of the video game. Yeah. They're doing a very poor job of world building in one episode. Now, granted, that's just the first episode, but they're not really explaining anything about what this storyline is going to be. Um, but it's it's still pretty very, early, though. Yeah, it's very clear, though, from just this one episode, they are skewing far away from the existing storyline that we yeah. have. Okay, so they the actually games. have a storyline I hope so. It's oh, only been geez. one episode, but they, they're they definitely taking it in a weird direction. Um,
2: they, they did that thing where they take a random script and are like, ah, eh, fucking, it's Halo. Mm. It's very possible <laughs> they did. That's exactly what they're doing. Mm. Mm-hmm. But um, guys,
6: Science fiction especially, they fucking love that. But I did want to go back to Picard for just a second because the last two episodes were directed by Leah Thompson uh, of you know, Back to the Future and Space Camp and you Howard know, the Duck, Howard the etc. So, you know she's, she sleeps with that she's, duck. She's been directing. <laughs> you know, ducks have those weird corkscrew yeah. wings.
5: Yeah. Wow. So she fucked the duck, yes, or the duck fucked 15 her. Fifteen bucks for a fucked up duck with I forget a how corkscrew wing.
6: But what's fascinating is uh, she directed the final two uh, <laughs> episodes of the mid season finale or before the mid season finale of Resident Alien as well. So she went from that to. These two episodes, uh, this block of uh, Picard, Star Trek Picard episodes. So it was really fascinating to get to seeing four episodes of shows that I really enjoy directed by uh, someone that I didn't know was into directing. And uh, she did a fantastic job. Let me just put that right out there. And any of the interviews that I've seen her in, she's she's not taking any credit. She's definitely giving all the credit to the writers and the actors. And, and then, of course, the actors are like, well, it's nice having an actor-director because... They know they speak our language. They know, you know, what words are going to get us to, you know, perform uh, the scene the way that they're thinking and or giving us the freedom to perform it how we think it is. Because, you know, before you get on the set, it's just words on a page, et cetera. So very excited for her that this is uh, something that she's been doing for a couple of years now, but I hadn't really known until recently. But uh, it's a whole new direction to go for her career and good honor. She's very good at it.
3: So All right. Yeah. Commander K, what'd you do? Me? He had sex with a duck. But it, was it a nice corkscrew? <clears throat> I
5: fucked a goose.
3: Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> Ooh, and he's brutal. <laughs> and and afterward,
5: it was asking for more. Was the safe word in German? Yeah. Gink <laughs> Fucht. <laughs> Okay, I had to write notes. Was it just... in the red light district? Uh, no, That's... it was oh. in the ass. Oh!
6: <laughs> <laughs> him <funky>. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that really got Todd there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's red. Oh yeah.
5: Um. Okay. So I watched a bunch of YouTube. I I'm having a problem,
1: guys. A YouTube problem? No, an itching, burning sensation. <laughs> uh, no, that I took
5: care of that. Smiling? Have yeah. you
6: tried a topical cream? Uh,
5: no, no, no. Um, it was uh, cauterization. But uh, um, I don't even know what we're talking about. It. I know. <laughs> Neither does he. I'm I'm looking at like movies, like like e- you know Eternals or the other movies that, that have been coming out and are finally hitting streaming, and we can. And I'm just like, ah, two hours. Oh, two and a half hours. Do I want to spend that much time on one thing? Wow. You know? And it's... Is <laughs> your ADD just kicking up? <laughs> Dude, What's up? it's terrible. So I'm like watching YouTube stuff because this, and the stuff. most of the stuff I'm watching is 10 minutes to 20 minutes, and that's about it. So Fail Army, that's what you're watching. Uh, well, no, no. He actually, does watch a lot of that. I though. do watch a lot. Well, I do under a certain circumstance, which right. hasn't happened in about a month. So even, even if it's like 33 minutes, I'll be like, oh. But then I'll sit there and I'll watch like two hours of 10-minute,
1: 20-minute <laughs> YouTube.
6: So I think it is ADHD because it's just like, oh, good. How much in. of those two hours are the unskippable ads? And how much of oh. it is you searching for other things to watch?
5: <laughs> actually, uh, there is some searching, but I've generally got enough stuff going that at least one day a week I can, I can knock away some time. And, and, and I actually just hover over the skip button. Mm. And most of the stuff I watch is skippable. So I can actually also I've discovered they've done a weird little thing now where you can use your TV remote to interact. Mm -hmm. Right. So I punch up YouTube with my phone, but I can grab my remote and hit its enter button when the skip option comes up and it does it. It's very interesting. What are you watching? So I am watching. Okay. First up, it's actually kind of funny. It's called dungeon masterpiece. This is another D&D advice guy. And it's hilarious because he he, he, uh, he, he he even uses a variation of the Masterpiece Theater <laughs> theme, which is really funny. And then he's sitting, he's sitting in the overstuffed chair in a room full of books, tons of uh, D&D books behind him and stuff. And he talks about – he just talks about uh, D&D subjects. And he does fun – Thoughtful <laughs> Stuff that you can apply to games like is your D&D hardcore like Diablo and uh, Do you Skyrim hard enough in your D&D? And so basically what he's doing is he's looking at games and applying This is what you could use from that game in your D&D game. This is this is how you know things can help with that he does also old-school stuff like uh he has geo, a geopolitics series. So he's like, Greyhawk, geopolitics. And then he talks about the world of Greyhawk that Gary Gygax created. And he just talks about all the kingdoms and their interactions, their histories, and even interactions of lands. So he's giving advice on world building. He has a Faerun geopolitics and a Dark Sun geopolitics. So he does, he does a bunch of interesting things talking about games. And they're like 10... 15 minutes and he's done and it's very cool he did a, a nobility one where he said okay let's talk about how nobility how feudalism actually worked not like how it works in your D game and so then he goes through it and he actually poses an interesting political theory because he says using the model of the u.s. government with an executive a legislative and a judicial We would, you know, talk about the executive in a European feudal society. And then he goes, and you're waiting for him to say king, right? And he's like, the nobility. And then he explains how for the bulk of medieval history, the nobility had the power, and it was always kings struggling to get power over the kingdom, um, over the nobles, and how there was always that tension there. So he actually had and once again he applies everything in a gameable way. So I actually like that. Cool. I like the infographics show. They do they do cutesy little uh, things like what would a nuclear war look like? Oh yeah. and, it's and, uh and it, and it's, it's a simple uh, animation graphics where they talk about how uh say in the nuclear war, you know, who using what and the way things would escalate and stuff like that goes um, and it's it's rather well informed so but it's also once again in short
6: bites so it's nothing big to worry about and what's that called yeah, again?
5: like inf- infographics it's one word infographic show
6: yeah they're they're really good I've watched a few of theirs yeah. and, uh, and, and they're usually like five to seven minute bites they're really quick and sometimes they they go really silly
5: like mm-hmm. uh, lately I just could two people repopulate the earth and it's, a, it's about a seven or eight minute discussion of genetics and incest. So, you know, you, uh, yeah.
1: I thought you needed like 30. Actually,
5: more one of the things horrible. they stated was you probably need 98 unrelated human beings to repopulate the earth. That was uh, like this new study. Genetic
4: diversity need. so that people yeah. <laughs> more highly likely oh, yeah, to survive. They, and
5: they, at one point, they touch upon the cult family. In Australia, which is that family that's like with several generations of inbreeding. And I thought stuff. that was the Whitakers
1: uh, or something like that. Well, it that, could be both. Yeah, yeah,
5: unless they're related. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, so that is actually a pretty cool show. And of course, I'm watching my regular stuff like World War II, week to week, uh, Kings and Generals, the Pacific War, which is a more in depth look at uh, the battles. Of, uh, in the Pacific for World War II. And then the last one I wanna mention is Questing Beast. Um, I may have mentioned him before. He does a lot of references to um, the OSR, the Old School Renaissance for D&D. And he talks a lot about old stuff in D&D and maybe how you can apply it to your modern game. Or he just talks about it history and context. And he like recently did a thing called History of Dark Vision so he talked about being able to see in the dark in D&D right from the very beginning and on and how it progressed. How, does, uh,
1: how has that changed?
5: Actually, in OD&D, the little brown books, yeah, nobody could see in the dark. Interesting. Nobody. And then, then like in second edition, that's when they gave it to dwarves and elves. Uh, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not second no, edition, no. But, but in AD&D? basic. And then in first edition. And he talks about InfraVision and UltraVision and then third edition going into low light vision and he talks about where they the, how they keep bouncing to now 5e has apparently is obviously just abandoned the whole thing since damn near every race has dark vision i
6: know it's, it's kind of it's 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 ridiculous i, really? I, I uh, you don't have to like even roll for that or is it just no yeah. uh,
5: most of the races you can choose from oh, it okay. it act, and in fact They've even created a, uh, a set of rules for customizing your own ancestries in 5e. And the first thing they do is, okay, first of all, take dark vision. <laughs> I was going to so. say because,
6: I mean, in reality, humans have really shitty night vision. Yes, and humans still so, do.
5: Okay. Halflings don't have it, dragonborn, but it's literally... It's literally like like
1: less than 10%. It, gotcha. It's a small fraction. And yet you always see like fantasy images of people delving into dungeons. Exactly. And one dude at the front's got a torch. Talking well, about
5: it. Not in any of my games. Yeah, he talks about that. And he says one of the things that that's done is it's actually hampered one of the pillars of D&D, which is exploration. Because having a dark dungeon that you have to poke around in. Is like a cornerstone of, of exploration was to build mystery
1: and, and yes and suspense he and, hits you know, on
5: all those points and he's really really intelligent and he really looks at details he did this beautiful thing Barry uh, you should watch it uh, the lost key to understanding old school and he actually brought up that in the first edition advanced D&D Gary Gygax actually said a campaign in terms of time should actually continue real time in between sessions so it's like you have a session and then three weeks later you have a session three weeks should pass and he was talking about that and talking about how that plays with the length of campaigns it also explains things like you heal one hit point per night of rest well it's like if you're not getting together for several days, you actually are gathering hit points. It also puts pressure on finishing whatever you're doing that session. You don't want to spend three weeks in a dungeon. Exactly. And he says if you are stuck somewhere unsafe, and he uses the word safe and unsafe, he said bad things can happen. And it's like when you have the next session, you roll to find out what bad things have happened that's stifling
1: uh, i don't think so at all that's stifling uh, for don't. the dm because what if i want to run a, a big dungeon like under mountain where people will be in there you can establish one- safe
5: places within but you have to give them places where they can go where
1: you can they can sleep um in safely. an ideal world that's great but do you know what the hardest thing of D is Playing with Barry? Well, but the second hardest thing in D&D is... Getting that many yeah.
4: adults together in a room. Thank you. Yes. There it is. I was yes. going to say
6: having Barry as a dungeon master. Okay. Again, that's part of what Todd said. And he's <laughs> no, no, asshole. no. Playing yeah. with you as a party member versus playing oh, with you running the game. I just meant generally. Night and day. <laughs> he just meant being in my
1: presence. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Take the piss. Um, <laughs> the hardest thing is getting people yes. together. And I agree. It's even harder to schedule time where... where a six-hour session ends up being a four-hour session because for an hour people are fucking around. Well, sure, and then the other hour they're they're well, creating characters. Creating characters. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, can't can't
2: no, 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 no. Fuck no, off. No,
1: no. Yeah, fuck you guys.
2: It's <laughs> not a group session. With, you don't need to. You, why don't you just? Hit I hit don't want to
5: be hanging around you during that time. <laughs>
1: you can't always get through what you want to get through in one session, right? But you, the way he's saying it, you're. Forced to.
5: You watch it. Watch it, Barry. I will. Watch it 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 sounds interesting. This this guy this guy is this guy is good. He actually put There's out There's a ton of people like that have great ideas. Oh yes. And, and sometimes
1: you agree with them, sometimes you don't. You take what you want mm-hmm. and throw the rest he away. Out a like a nice, bar.
5: He put out a nice uh, OSR game called Nave, which is a really nicely uh simplified D and D. so so questing beast, the infographics show, and dungeon masterpiece. Yeah, so good, good YouTube stuff. Anyway, so eventually I'll figure out if I can ever watch because I want to catch up. I want to watch Picard. I'm hearing, you know, rumors of all these cool things that are happening. Dude, there. four Dude. episodes
6: in, and it's by mm-hmm. far my favorite. Yeah. Four episodes, so. and uh, far outshining season one. And I really enjoyed season mm-hmm. one but so. season two is really, really good. And Way outshines Discovery. I, I, they're different I, shows. Yeah, They're different shows. Oh, they, Both Discovery. shows have a completely different feel, so you, it's you like mean comparing the, apples to oranges. You
5: mean the Abrams Star Trek?
1: <laughs> I love that joke. You're the only one.
5: Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'll throw my snot rag at you. Oh, shit. Anyway, that's what I did.
3: Let's do some news. How about some Weekend Geek? Woo-hoo. Hooray! Yay! You look so confused,
5: Kevin. I I was ready to not give a shout about something. Right? <laughs> well, we'll start with
3: the Oscars. No, not that ah. part. Not that part. Why?
4: Why not? Because this is Weekend Geek.
5: Because it's gotten too much press time <laughs> what are as it talking is. you them out. Will Smith was in Men
3: in Black, Independence Day. Very geeky. That's Very right. geeky. It's true. And everyone knows that. If someone insults your wife, you then have to endorse them for president. (laughs) Dune... Also, (laughs) he believes in aliens. Dune won six Oscars this week, the most of the evening. The big screen adaptation of the sci-fi novel written by Frank Herbert received statues for its cinematography, editing, score. Uh, That's Hans Zimmer, who hadn't won a scoring Oscar since 1994 as The Lion King. Oh, that poor guy. Uh, Production design, sound and uh visual effects uh this is not the first translation of dune to be nominated for an oscar despite negative reviews at the time uh, david lynch's adaptation from 1984 was nominated for best sound uh, though it did not end up winning i will kill him it's that's a you know that's a perfect translation of that wow. that 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 line could never have been said better matt's than that. perfect impressions it's, it's an interesting place to put your emphasis on, on that line.
2: I was App- just, that was my, my inner sting. Sometimes you nailed it. I'm saying sting didn't. Nice. And, and he doesn't like stingers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Apple's coda ended up taking home the top honor of the evening, making it the first streamer-produced title to win best picture in Oscars history. <laughs> Pissing off Netflix. Uh, the recent films of Zack Snyder nabbed a pair of newly christened honors voted on by Twitter users. Surprise, oh, surprise. Boy. The the new system was implemented as a way to allow general audiences to have a say in the traditionally exclusive ceremony. Army of the Dead was crowned the fan favorite movie of 2021. What? Really? Well, wow. this is a Cody McBoatface yes. thing? Yeah, yeah it's exactly troll. what it is. If you let tw- Twitter make the decision, you're going to get Zack Snyder. Uh, and the speed force scene in the director's four-hour cut of Justice League became the top Oscars cheer moment. Hashtag. Uh, Disney's Encanto won the Best Animated Feature category, but lost out on Best Original Song to No Time to Die. Uh, and Daniel Craig's final outing, as 007, was also up for Best Sound and Visual Effects. And nothing else of interest happened at the Oscars. What? I'm kind of well, surprised that that's
6: the first Hans Zimmer win since, you said, 94? Yes. Because he... I mean, there's a group of composers that I, I frequently uh, enjoy their scores. I mean, you know, Hans Zimmer, um, uh, James Horner. Horner's uh, dead, so yeah.
5: space opened up. Yeah, well, <laughs> same, same thing with
6: Jerry Goldsmith. When Jerry Goldsmith passed, and then, yeah. of course, his son, like, was it two years later? That, that was, you know, disappointing. But, I mean, you know, you get Alan Silvestri and guys like that, too. But, I mean, it just it kind of surprises me because uh, Zimmer is... Really good at what he does. I mean, and John Williams. I mean, God, that guy like retires and unretires all the time. It's like it's. Why does he even announce it? Why does anybody announce? I I think he. I mean, he's up there, and I think he wants to. I think he actually does want to step away. But then, when somebody presents him with a project that he actually is very interested in, that's when he unretires. So because I know he's constantly presented with projects to write for and. You know, he's at, he's at that age where he has the luxury of getting to choose what he wants to do and passing on what mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do. So, you know, it's, it's all about what he's passionate about now. But, I mean, I yeah. was I
5: was excited about that guy, Troy, until uh, Barry destroyed all that. Mm.
4: I would like to actually um, change what you just said, though. Um, there was one other thing that happened at the Oscars. Oh, okay. That was of note. Um, Ariana DeBose? boys Bois, i think um first afro latino openly queer actor of color yes wins best actress
3: yeah yeah that's fantastic i still gotta see that movie who won best actor
5: <laughs>
3: uh, barry ah <laughs> i did he acted like he gave a shit yeah. Yeah. wow i find I, that hard uh, to okay i'm gonna have to
5: <laughs> i'm gonna have that appeals
3: appeal process <laughs> that's got to go under review Marvel Studios is developing a Nova-centric project with Moon Knight writer Sabir Pirzada. Right now, it's unclear if it'll be a feature film or a Disney Plus TV show. Uh, Richard Rider, (laughs) who is essentially Marvel's answer to the Green Lantern over in the DC Universe, first hit the comic book scene in 1976 by way of co-creators Marv Wolfman and the late John Bushima. It, I, what, what? What? Please tell. Uh,
2: no, no, you you pissed off, Kirsten. No. Yeah. I
3: wasn't pissed. that was just like the look on my Lights. face
5: when they say the answer, to, the answer to to Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. It's just
2: was
1: there a
5: uh, fucking question? It's uh, Space Cop. Yeah, but oh, you know what? No. Wait. No, tell, go ahead.
3: Just, tell me what. What? No, I'm waiting. Tell me what.
5: There, there was no Novacore at first. He right. was just the only one. He doesn't have a ring. He doesn't. He doesn't make light objects. He doesn't do any of that. He in a can- general sense. Yeah, in a general sense. <laughs> Not
1: even in a general That's sense. That's
5: the same thing. People are like Star Brand is Marvel's new universe answer to. It's like, oh boy, a, a, a guy who can fly in space. Blank's answer to the Green Lantern. Somewhere
6: Biggs is... Itching, and he doesn't even know why. He's yeah. Like, there's well, something I need to be talking about, and uh, I can't. We know why.
1: Yeah. It's so, something
3: is pertinent.
6: Yeah, that's
1: right. Oh, I was going to say crap. But
3: poignant. <laughs> it's very poignant. poignant. Or <laughs> In the source material, he's a human high schooler who transforms into a cosmic superhero when a dying Zandarian by the name of Roman Day, who, by the way, was played in the MCU by John C. Riley, bequeaths his power to a worthy successor. So. You Nova <laughs> fans might be getting some stuff. I mean, Nova was featured in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right.
6: I would like to see John C. Riley come back. That would be awesome. I mean, it was very brief. In the, apparently, they shot a lot more scenes with him in Guardians that didn't get into the film. Because uh, I remember when I got the Blu ray, there were a lot of cut scenes, like him coming home to his family. And, you know, because he talks about that with the Guardians about, he's like, because of what you did, I'm able to go home to my family. And they. They had those scenes and stuff, but yeah, I'd I'd like to see John C. Riley reprise that role, but it it doesn't seem to indicate whether whether it's going to be that character or if they're going to do like a Nova Corps story because it seems like they didn't really expand upon that. And it's going to be MCU, Richard Rider, other than they did mention like Thanos wiped out half of the Nova Corps or something like well, that. Well, apparently
3: we Richard Rider was written into the final and he was taken out. Okay, yeah. so they they had inclinations to put him in. Okay. One
5: one uh, man baby rumor I heard was Captain Marvel you know, the, the the dreaded Bree Larson did what he was going to do. Yeah. That but you know. And and Thanos uh, to get the Infinity Stone, I don't think he even halved Xanadar. I think the the implication
6: was he destroyed yeah. it completely, but they show like uh, uh Riley just, saving his yeah. family and shit. I just remember they they said he wiped out, but I right. thought it. I couldn't remember if they said he wiped out the entire or the half right. half yeah, of the Nova Corps.
2: Like he wiped them out. Like they're gone. Yeah, because
6: he they're was getting
5: the out. Infinity Stone. It wasn't about his uh, overall plan. Right. It's going to be Richard Rider because come on, a kid, yeah, kid, fucking child. Well, <laughs> and actually, Richard Rider. It was Nova was an answer to Spider Man. Because Richard Ryder was supposed to be a loser schlep. They they made a they made a thing about how he's a C level student, he's bullied in school, he's a total just a total schlep, and he gets hit with the Nova Force and transforms and it's kind of insane. So
1: But so I don't understand the, I, I honestly don't understand the Nova Core and how the Nova Force
3: works with that. You know what? Right. If you want a great introduction to Nova Core itself, I recommend playing the Guardians of the Galaxy game.
1: I am. I love it, and I understand what you say about how Rocket Raccoon reminds you of me. Definitely, coming through. I, I totally get. Wait, it. wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It is.
6: Did Barry just say he loves something? <laughs> no, it's a fun game. Um, i I'm, However, still, sh- I shocked. don't
1: understand where the this this Nova character comes in with the Nova Corps. Is it just another cop?
3: Not the cop. It
1: it the. <clears throat> Nova,
5: the original Novas were like a security force, both police and army. And this, the creature uh, destroys the home planet. So there's one Nova core member left, and he's dying. So he gives Richard Rider his power because Zor, I believe is his name, shows up on Earth to destroy Earth. He's followed him there. Isn't that the guy from The Last Starfighter? That's Zur. <laughs> Zur, and the, so but, dreaded Codan Armada. So, yes. much, so much else that they, they talk in there came later, and they put in later. It's not like it came out of that. Because originally, it was... Yeah. Originally, Nova Corps and all that was just supposed to be, this is how Richard Rider got his power, and boom, he's Nova, okay. And then, oh, well, let's play with lore, and let's add more shit. And to the point now that when I read a Nova comic today, I don't even... Recognize what the hell they're
1: doing? Because I'm trying to so. figure out if it's more like Green Lantern, where they have like special powers, or they're just like space cops, which would be cooler. They're just like
5: space, cops. and they're not even like yes, space to both. <laughs> They're not even like space cops because, well, I guess now well, they only kind of patro- Xandar, It's changed,
6: yeah. and they've added shit. Okay, but they only kind of patrol like their area, right? Yeah, they're, they're, well, not, they're not like Galactic Police. They're just policing their you own. Know, you know what? Quarter. If
5: you want to say the MCU's. Uh, 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 Plagiarizing Green Lantern core, I'll go for that. Sure. Because it, it really dude it's aliens from
3: all over into one. Yeah, and that wasn't
5: originally works. it, it was just the Zandarians. And it, it was so it's it's they okay, yeah, fine. MCU is doing now, that. Now if they fuckers, were
1: smart, they would do what they were doing before where every like Marvel movie had like a genre, you know, like Ant Man was a heist film and 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 whatnot. But They should have done this documentary style like cops. (laughs) Nova. Even playing the bad boy soundtrack. What you
5: gonna do? What you gonna do? Like they got someone riding around with them as they go around and do stuff. There you go. How cool would that have been? Yeah. Actually, he had briefly a spaceship with a computer that talked to him. So it could have been him and his computer just tooling around.
4: I feel like, wasn't that how they kind of did the Will Smith movie with... I'm blanking what it was called, but where his partner was like a orc or a... Bright. Bl- bright. Oh, bright, yeah. Isn't that kind of how they
1: did N- No. No, they didn't do it documentary style, I don't believe. Okay. No. No. There's another movie that needs more... That was
6: great world building. Bright
4: 2 is supposed to come out. Really? Yeah, but now, now Will Smith. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
6: you know, that reminds me of that... Uh, <laughs> Late '90s, that troops that they did like oh, like yeah. cops, yeah. yeah, and they were supposed to do like more episodes and they never did. Oh. Well, they did a thing called Imps, okay, It was very similar, and that took years. and oh. I remember
1: checking that website. I swear, every three months for like five or six years, and they finally put stuff out. and I think they're done now. But yeah. yeah, that was fun. They you know
6: but take troops. a while,
5: eventually get a real job. Troops was really good Troops in the style of cops. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was hilarious and it was brilliant and the way they just they just folded in. Yeah. Owen and and it was just ah oh. Christ. Anyway.
4: Um sorry I need to correct something I said. Yeah. Um Ariana won best supporting actress. Supporting no, best actress, actress. Okay. yes. Sorry. Who won so best, best actress. That.
5: Oh, Jessica Chastain. She had her hair. <laughs> Gary <Vee>. Ah! <laughs> 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 Big ponytail, Red hair. She, She's got the, she
6: looked quite lovely in And that. she was... Yes, I didn't she, watch it. Oscars she, don't matter. I didn't watch it, but I saw her acceptance it, clip. Dude, and I was it's so like, funny. I, I was
5: not giving a shit, well, and I was bored, and I was like, you know what? And I literally said this. I have not watched the television channels of my TV, because I finally... I, I told a story. I figured out the digital antenna, and I was like, I haven't watched a regular channel in years, so what the fuck? I'll put on Oscars about ten minutes before it happened. It was perfect timing. Oh wow! And it was so funny. One of my favorite memes that actually did explode was the fact that that uh, Rock actually said Macbeth, <laughs> <laughs> and he said it like a minute before it all happened. And it was just—I just that meme to me is almost. Better than all the other memes that came out of it. Well,
6: you the, just said it, so what's going to happen to well, it's you? It's not a the the theater. Well, no,
5: it, we're we're here, so you're yeah. going to die. I did, oh,
6: okay. I did <laughs> like I did like the crowd response meme, though. Uh, but the the original one I saw had Gowron doing the eyes yes. in the yeah, middle, so saw. it matched him. But then the one that John Bean Hastings posted on the Shock Monkeys Lair just has him with the kind of the grin mm-hmm. and the normal eyes. I think I was the, like, I that think was that, not the one I was looking for. Yeah.
5: I think the grin though personally for Galron works. I don't think yeah. Gowron would have been stunned at that. On the other hand, one of the problems with that meme is everybody thinks that was actually people's reactions. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's that's reactions over the decades. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Gosling? Hee 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 hee. Yeah. I, I don't think that... <laughs> that was funny, though. Oh, and I will... Okay, just to bring up one thing. The sheer number of people who... Who I, I don't know. I know I'm an actor, but the sheer number of people who can't actually tell real life from acting yeah, blows me away. Because yeah. they thought it was it, it was faked, and it's like, ignore ignore Smith. Rock yeah. was flustered. Now he did a good job of holding it together, right, and continuing on, but he was flustered. He was like, "We're gonna we're gonna give out a documentary." An award for duck, you know, and he was just, yeah, but, yeah. but he, but it was just like, if he was faking, give that man an Emmy for best dramatic performance next right. year because th- that was some good flustered. So, it, it, yeah, but anyway, um, and the you know deaf guy, five oh first honorary
2: apparently, yeah, honorary, so, like Barry,
5: yeah, a lot of people were stunned at that Coda win. So were you, Matt, did you, did you, you weren't expecting it?
2: I just cared about the slot. <laughs>
5: <laughs> wow. All right. So I haven't even watched it yet, although I've heard, I have, I had actually heard of the movie beforehand. So it, I am interested in something about so can, like a
2: fishing company. And...
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's the one hearing kid in a family of I, deaf people. Oh,
2: jeez. Trying to save the family's fishing
5: company or something. And fishing. That should be important to a Canadian and Floridian.
1: (laughs) Both sides of your heritage.
2: Oh, okay. All right.
1: So, hey, uh, we have to make a quick correction on something that you screwed up, Kirsten. I screwed up Uh, something? Yeah, earlier when I said that uh, the winner of the uh, mystery prize was John B. And who did you say was it? Oh,
5: John B. Hastings? It is not. Oh, it
1: is John B. Like I said, like the sloop. Like I said, okay. Well, there you go. Raise up the John B. Who's John B? Uh, He is a foot-long chili dog member, and a. We're very happy to have him.
6: However, Mister Hastings, I don't
0: believe is a member. Oh,
5: Oh. well, he gets nothing.
6: You get a public shaming. He get no. He quote unquote supports us in other ways. So well. So He donates cringe material
3: right. like the Man Babies.
6: <laughs> <laughs> there he you go. owes us for that. All so right. the
3: real John B., you're the one that's receiving the thanks. So. Yes. So so John the one's B. the fake John and, B. And
5: if you show up for Scoop Fest, I guess because I said the wrong thing, you can slap me.
3: Oh, please. Please show up. Please show up. I'm, I'm fine with this. this.
1: Yes, I want to see that.
3: <laughs> I slap back, though. Oh, okay. That's I, not all, fair. That's, well, you know what? It's
6: fine. Both are filmable. Insert Sloop John B music right Oh, let's here. not. Let's absolutely not.
3: <laughs>
1: I don't even know what that is. It's, it's a, a Beach it's a Boys song. song. It's a
3: bad Beach Boys song is what it is. I Andy don't. would have known.
1: Is listen to the Beach Boys?
3: Yes.
4: The Beach Boys are a classic, iconic
3: rock. Hey, like, great. I don't listen to them. Hey, I am pro Beach Boys, you? but Sloop John B and anything having to do with their Christmas stuff, fuck off. <laughs> Awful <laughs> songs. <laughs> uh, oh, th- wow.
6: They're about as iconic a California band as you can get very true. so uh, wow not from mean, california
5: oh there's an itch in there you yeah, doesn't you're, even spell it like john you're educated
6: Bean. when about the beach boys growing up in california not from california i, I am. know <laughs> that's why she knows and you don't okay good for you
1: yeah that's why
5: well, not because like that's one Deb's of the many reasons scientist
1: why... brilliant and the
5: rest of us are a listen, bunch listen, of lurking
3: knuckle dragon fucking got bon, and bon jovi that's it <laughs> i got john
1: john, john bon jovi and fucking springsteen and Sinatra.
5: And, and, and even though they don't have made it publicly, bad. Billy Joel. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Fuck Springsteen. <laughs> I agree. Oh,
5: wow. 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 Wow.
3: Wow. 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 This week, we lost Gary Leach, one of mm. the most regular contributors to the 2000 AD comics have died. He was 87 years old. Born in 1954, Leach began his work with the British comic magazine in 1978. He worked on several tales in the Future Shocks line of stories, as well as some early adventures of Judge Dredd. During his work with the publisher, Leach would meet and work with future collaborator Alan Moore. All right. I... I Good story. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't have any. He had to say something that. and he lost I it. I had
5: something and then I lost it about 2000. I know AD what that is. No,
3: the, the big that. contribution with Moore and later on was Marvel Man, which became Miracle Man, mm. and that's okay. that was the big the big contribution. I'll go with was Isn't that a song too? Miracle. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah.
6: Miracle Man. Beach Pretty Boys. I think was the Beach Boys Triangle Man.
5: Bon Jovi and Ozzy when they were in the Beach Boys. Sloop John Miracle Man. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah
2: collaborated with um, uh, Sinatra on that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The time lines up. Right, yeah. What the
6: hell are you talking about? <laughs> yep, I was right. Song by Ozzy Osbourne, Miracle Man. <laughs> Had me second-guessing myself. I should have known what? better. What? We never do that to you, Jeff. Ever. Never, ever. Never,
3: like, never all ever. the time. <laughs> <laughs> a newly revamped PlayStation Plus is on the way. Merging the features of the current PlayStation Plus and PS Now service into one while bringing aboard new gaming perks aimed at giving PlayStation players a more robust online service to compete with Microsoft's Xbox Live. Sony Interactive president Jim Ryan unveiled the new PlayStation Plus in a blog post outlining the new service with a three-tiered pricing plan that that grants boosted levels of access to content and features with each step. Going away is the current PS Now games streaming service whose existing members will be rolled into the top tier of the new PlayStation Plus plan. The new service is expected to go live starting in June in Asia, followed by rollouts in North America and globally soon after that. Starting at the basic level, there's the PlayStation Plus Essential, the lowest price plan that retains quote the same benefits that PlayStation Plus members are getting today according to Sony. The Essential Plan matches the current PlayStation Plus service in pretty much every way, and that it includes the price. It'll remain at the current monthly cost of $9.99 per month. The middle tier gets players access to PlayStation Plus Extra, which rolls everything from the basic Essential Plan into a package that also adds, quote, a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners, unquote, says Sony. The extra plan will also allow subscribers to download game titles for offline play. It will cost $14.99 per month. And topping things out is the PlayStation Plus Premium Plan, a $17.99 per month service that unlocks a significant boost in additional features. In addition to everything offered up in the lower tiers, the Premium Plan will add on up to 340 additional games with PS3 titles available via cloud streaming and a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. Coupled with the 400 games in the lower next tier, the premium plan unlocks more than 700 titles in all. Uh, Big name uh, name games are a part of Sony's overall subscription strategy though. Unlike Xbox Live subscribers, they won't find the newest triple a releases there uh right that's the big thing that's going for live versus this i have game pass and i love it because i can
1: get those new games and i can play them right away
4: and i can play them too actually yeah because we play in the same xbox yeah
1: and uh the, the xbox game pass does give you old games but you don't really play a lot of those old games yeah they're not for everybody so you tell me, hey, here's 700 games. Great. How many of them are old and how many of them am I actually interested in?
6: Eh. Uh, for me, it just depends on whether it's a game that I missed the first time around. Because uh, I have PlayStation Plus right now. Uh, I di- That was actually something I was thinking about while you were reading off the, the monthly subscription prices. Because one of the things that sold me on PlayStation Plus was the significant discount you get by doing a 12-month versus the month to month. Um not to mention like around uh Thanksgiving every year where you get that black uh Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deals. Um Amazon had a pretty significant discount on a 12 month gift card for PlayStation Plus, which I bought and I believe it was thirty dollars versus wow, the normal that is low. the normal yeah. fifty for twelve months. So I jumped on that and it was a digital delivery, so I got the code right away and I was able to plug it into my PS5. Um, now it's going to make me wonder what the top tier is going to be for a 12-month subscription, whether that's uh, an easy upgrade or if it's a significant price upgrade. But, yeah, I'm with you, Barry. The, the, the not getting the brand-new games right away is kind of... a uh, almost a reason not to do it
1: yeah Now, a, don't get me wrong there's lots of games right just like you said yeah like i would have never been able to play subnautica yeah without that you know or uh for the king i think it is like a board game there's a bunch of like little titles that i would never be able to play but again they're generally newer games so that's what i want new stuff
3: hey you're not wrong that's uh yeah, yeah. i got a feeling eventually that'll change I think just to compete with Xbox, they'll have to do it. Yeah, yeah. But as of right now, they're not doing it. I'm glad we got
1: a Xbox Game Pass. Just to watch Deb break every barrel in Skyrim alone is <laughs> worth the money. How and- is that coming along, Deb?
4: Um, I did get some playtime in in the last week or so, um, but I haven't had an I mean, work's been crazy. So. And how much of
1: your time when you play is devoted to inventory management?
4: <laughs> Quite a bit of it, actually, yes. <laughs> and, you know, getting from place to place, I'm like, ooh, bushes. Ooh, harvesting plants. Ooh, do we, yes. I do
6: lots oh, of that. Good. Well, I mean, w- when you play the Lego uh, games, like Lego Star Wars, Lego Indiana Jones, you have to break everything because there's some significant upgrades that are well, in those. Sometimes yeah, but, they
4: hide pieces yeah. to get to the next level mm-hmm. and barrels and that's, stuff.
6: That's different. And that's the worst it, thing. When you, go, you miss something, and you go to the next level and you realize you needed that and you have to go play the other level again. And you can't just go back to the point Where the piece was, you have to start that old level all the way from the beginning. That's when I
1: throw the controller. But Skyrim's different because you're picking up, like, ruined books. Forks and
3: knives and plates and crap, right? And every time you open a barrel, it's going to be cabbages, potatoes, apples. Yes. Yeah. You never have to go shopping for food. I don't understand
1: why anyone would sell cabbages in that world when you can just go to any tomb...
3: And, and get them. Get them from the zombies. And you really have to wonder about the freshness of that cabbage.
1: I know. Would you eat cheese from a zombie? No. I wouldn't. Oh, I gross. Draw the line. Where, where on the
3: zombie is it from?
1: Oh, well,
2: come on. You don't know. Okay. Gross. You know where it's
1: from. <laughs> from Munda. Classic. From Munda? From Munda. From Munda. From Munda. Oh. Really? I don't know. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a live action feature adaptation of Voltron, co- <laughs> co- co-written and uh, to be directed by Red Notice's Ross and Marshall Thurber, right. has sparked a bidding war amongst both studios and streamers. Thurber and Ellen Shannon... Uh, Shannon penned the script, which was based on the former's story. Todd Lieberman and David Hoberman will produce the film alongside Bob Kopler, whose company World Events Productions controls rights to Voltron. Warner Brothers, Universal, and Amazon are all in competition for the film. The Voltron franchise is based on multiple Japanese anime series from Toei Animation, including Beast King Golion. It centers on a team of five space explorers who pilot giant super robot of the same name. Voltron aired as an ABC series from 1984 to 1985 with additional iterations set up later at NBC Universal, Nicktoons, and Netflix. Thurber's action comedy Red Notice topped Netflix current chart amongst its debut in November. The director has also previously helmed Features including Skyscraper, Central Intelligence, Where the Millers, and Dodgeball, the true underdog story, and is spearheading the upcoming Dungeons & Dragons series for E1 as executive producer, as well as writer and director of the pilot episode. Uh, Whether Voltron will be the next project for Thurber, who also has multiple Red Notice sequels in development, remains unclear. But either way, with this much bidding going on, we're going to get a live-action Voltron movie. I wonder what that's going to look like. I'm going to guess it looks like Robotic Lions. Like, like
4: Transformers, but with animals instead stuff. No, of I'm cars. trying to like,
3: like what it looks like live action. I'm
1: wondering if it's going to be
3: like cheesy, like true. sky <laughs> high
1: or or gritty or what. You know, I don't know. That's weird.
3: Uh, given his background, I don't see gritty
6: as nah, happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not definitely, based on his earlier one. Definitely seems like more comedic skew based on his past project. I hope it's going to be comedic. I want to see the vehicle Voltron. That would be great. Yeah. There was another one. There was a third
1: one.
3: I, I remember that there was, but I, it's, I never saw it. Wasn't so. For Americans, okay. It, I, so, I so believe it was a, two things. Oh, two things that came. What were the two things? I don't know. Oh, I'm glad Again, you brought it up. Not Japanese. Didn't
4: they do that Rick and Morty this last season of Rick and Morty? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The big Voltron.
1: Yes, Kirsten. I'm not Japanese. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Take you your, have to take my word for it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, got my 23 and Me done. Nothing over there. Yeah, yeah. Surprising what I have, but nothing
3: (laughs) (laughs) YouTube has announced that they have added 4,000 library TV episodes of various series as well as 1,500 movies. All this content is free with ads. The move will give YouTube more of a profile in the competitive world of TV and movie streaming. Advertising has long been the... What was that? Because they needed it. The advertising has been a long the lifeblood of YouTube and in, in last year's fourth quarter YouTube reported a 25 percent year-over-year increase in ad revenue to 8.6 billion dollars and
6: I've noticed a 75 <laughs> percent increase in the amount of ads they fucking make you watch
3: I knew he was gonna
6: say it I knew he was gonna say it
3: Some of the series included in the new set of offerings include Hell's Kitchen, Andromeda, and Heartland. Movies drawn from the libraries of studios like Disney, Warner Brothers, and Paramount include Legally Blonde, Runaway Bride, and Gone in 60 Seconds. The film and TV titles are not exclusive, but they are available free, and many are available in 1080p and 5.1 surround sound audio. The plan is to refresh the catalog monthly with 100 new titles. So, new free streaming service... Same as the old freaking yeah. streaming service.
6: <laughs> Great. Andromeda, what a joke! That was such a terrible series. I got. I remember getting excited. I was like, "Oh, another Gene Roddenberry property that we're finally going to get to watch." Oh.
5: Wah-wah. I'll give you
6: this uh, for creator for like
1: homemade stuff. Uh, I'm happy because hopefully it'll draw more people toward YouTube, so we can funnel more money towards smaller projects that are being made. Like all the Hermitcraft stuff that I watch. Yeah. You know, I I watch a lot because Minecraft is great. By the way, you should be playing Minecraft.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes, the Blackjack game is almost done. It's been almost done for months. Yeah. Well, it takes some time (laughs) because people have jobs. I I get it, but almost done is different than almost done. Tark
4: Mailer actually has been on this week making, like, doing things.
3: The final
1: things.
6: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was going to call you out on that on the episode that I was absent for because I like one of the first things you said was the casino's almost done and I'm like
3: well this now is it's the almost almost done. straight
6: you've said the casino is almost done and the casino is nowhere near being done it's totally almost done it's <laughs> totally
1: nowhere near being done oh no there's like uh there's, there's a <gasps> residential tower I'm Batman there's the, the
3: <laughs> hotel tower, and and there's no Batman. That was just bad impression for the week. Yeah. You no know, I,
2: I hope no one uses the casino. <laughs> <laughs> it's the you're casino you're grand opening. There. You're sitting and there, nothing, right. uh, Nobody right. goes. They're off third, building their own shit. I'll use it. <laughs> <It's> I'll, be, <laughs> I'll just sit in my casino all alone. It'll be the lone
6: person
3: putting diamonds into the machine. Yep.
6: <laughs> like, I spent all my time and effort yep. on this for nothing. And I'll be
3: happy. Yep. And. uh... Similar news in Minecraft. My casita is almost done. So, <laughs> whatever. You live in a hovel. See, I'm working on a casita. That's that's a big it's upgrade. It's not a casita. <laughs> no, not the hovel. I'm making a casita. It's a big difference. Really? It's almost done.
1: Really? No. No.
3: <laughs> Shut up.
1: Read something.
3: I would say, don't bet on that. It takes two. <laughs> movie and TV series adaptations are in the works. With a deal being struck between game developer Hazel Light Studios and DJ2 Entertainment, DJ2 Entertainment has yet to find a studio or network for either, but there are a pair of writers attached, Pat Casey and Josh Miller. What is this property? The writers behind the 2020 Sonic the Hedgehog movie and its upcoming sequel have signed on to adapt It Takes Two for the screen. Now, It Takes Two is a co-op only platformer that saw rave reviews from critics and players alike when it launched last year, taking home the Game of the Year award at the Game Awards 2021. The story follows Cody and May, a couple on the brink of divorce who are turned into animated children's dolls by the sheer magical will of their daughter, Rose, who becomes despondent upon learning of her parents' pending separation. The cooperative element plays into the story's themes of working through problems together, whether that's rigging a giant vacuum to get you across a huge gap in platforms or working through marital woes.
6: That's some Twilight Zone shit right there. It really <laughs> is. I've, I've, like Twilight Zone the movie. <laughs> I've, heard it,
3: I've heard great things, but... It's a cooperative game, so obviously I'm not playing it.
6: I mean, I don't know. I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog was surprisingly fun. Like, I I didn't have high expectations for that, but then watching it, I'm like, oh, this is enjoyable. I mean, it's not, you know, world-shattering really great, but it's fun. It's a fun. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if there are the people behind it, I mean, it could work. I just don't know. It just doesn't sound like something I would watch. But who knows? Somebody will watch it.
3: We can hope. <laughs> and I want to thank uh, Shock Monkey Elizabeth for this uh, bit of news. Uh, for fans of James Cameron's Aliens, as a new book has been announced that will offer backstory on the character Private First Class Vesquez. The character was played by Jeanette Goldstein in the Aliens movie, and she was a smart gun operator with the United States Colonial Marine Corps. The book is titled Aliens Vesquez, It is written by V. Castro. It also wrote The Queen of the Cicadas and will, quote, explore the canonical background of Vasquez as well as the story of the children she was forced to leave behind. Even before the doomed mission to Hadley's Hope on LV-426, Jeanette Vasquez had to fight to survive. Born to an immigrant family with a long military tradition, she looked up to the stars, but life pulled her back down to Earth, first into a street gang, then prison. The colonial marines... proved to be Vasquez's way out, a way that forced her to give up her twin children, unquote. Titan Books will publish the book on October 25th. Does this have anything to do with Aliens? Uh, Well, it has everything to do with the backstory of that particular character from Aliens. But as far as Xenomorphs appearing in it, unless they're going to that moment, my understanding that all those Marines at LV-426, that was their first encounter with Xenomorphs, right?
6: Yeah. Yes.
3: So probably not.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew about the uh, the whole prison thing, but I didn't know about kids. Was that part of the original? Uh... Didn't Cameron I, I didn't... try
6: to come up with like brief backstories for all of the Marines yeah, so yeah. that they had at least something to draw from? Mm-hmm. Like he didn't go like super into depth, but I yeah I remember him talking about trying to come up with like little tiny backstories mm-hmm. so that the actors would have like their I hate the word motivation, but you know. Their Motivation. interpretation
3: of what why the character is acting the way they are. Uh, for those of you that aren't aware, and probably many of you, uh, the Alien books that have been coming out and some Predator books have been canon stories that, when released from what it was, Fox that had it at the time. So yeah. Disney's obviously still going 20th ahead. 20th Century it. Studios now. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, if you want official alien stories, yeah, they're they're happening in novel form, and they're pretty darn good. At least the ones I've read so far. I'm so I'm kind of excited for this. Uh, I I wouldn't mind seeing the backstory of, especially the characters from Aliens, because let let's face it, Hus- Hudson Hicks, these were all fairly de- fully developed characters. It's one of the reasons why that movie is so good because. Right. Everybody has their own personality. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. So Vasquez Get gets a book and us. Harry Flugelman from <laughs> Three Amigos doesn't. Come on. There's a
3: lot of character there.
4: No.
1: No. <laughs> what
4: did the, what, no. Yes.
1: Harry Flugelman.
3: Uh, no one tells him what to do. That's uh, right. <laughs> Call wardrobe. Take the amigo's clothes. And Paramount Pictures has acquired the rights to the highly sought-after book series Wayward Children. With six books already published and a seventh installment coming in early 2022, the studio plans to build a franchise around this universe of characters and stories. The series' adaptations will be produced by Puya Shabazian. That's the best I can get on that one. Quote, the series takes place in Eleanor West School for Wayward Children, a boarding school for people who have returned home from their magical fantasy worlds and have trouble readjusting to their old lives. For as long as time, children have always found doorways into different worlds, whether down rabbit holes or wishing wells or through wardrobes and magic mirrors. But this series explores what happens to the ones who come back and want nothing more than to return to those worlds, Well, wow. So Paramount is working on... Well, whether that's a TV series or movies, I don't know, but they have the uh, the rights.
6: It sounds like a Paramount Plus joint. Could just, very just, well yeah, be. Yeah, just based on your description, yeah. Mm.
3: But I love the I love the idea. It kind of reminds me of the comic book you got me, Jeff, Die. Yeah. Where the it, it's basically about the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon and yeah. those kids as adults and how they've dealt with it since. Yeah. So I, I like that. Idea. Ooh,
1: I want to read that. That sounds
3: good. Yeah, it's called you, Die D I E. So good. Yeah, find it. It's good. It's just like is it graphic novels? Is it one off? Uh, I think yeah. there is multiple graphic novels now. Ooh,
6: I think the first one was supposed to be a one off, and then they've they've expanded upon it. Um, I just remember it was um, it was a highly rated. Uh, I was looking for something that was like a an original idea, uh, and this came kept coming up in my uh, my searches. And so I went to the comic book store and I talked to the staff and uh, and they said, "Oh yeah, we have that. We We've been getting great response from people that have bought it." So I went over and I read, of course, the the jacket cover review on there, uh, or rather the you know synopsis and uh, it's good. It's like, dark. This is and and you know he and I loved the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon as kids, and this this was literally like right out of that. It's like how do these kids deal with reality once they've returned from this magical land and find out that there is no magic and they're just normal, yeah, takes, everyday people. Yeah, it takes place like 10 years after they yeah. get back. It's like they're and no longer the heroes. They're just some schlub in a in a job, you know, a nine-to-fiver. Yeah. Love they, it. They know
5: something happened because, like, at least one of them returns with no arm, missing an arm or something. and So, yeah.
3: Yeah, so, yeah die. Check it out. All right. And wayward children, apparently. I'm curious about that one. Carry on, wayward children. Oh, no. speaking of that, let's do some red light,
5: green light. Oh, wait, before that. Oh, okay. God, what, um, what? 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 You, you didn't cover the biggest news of the week. Oh, oh my! Well, well, the, I told you we're not going to talk about the slap. Well, the, the, well I'm talking about what's going to be the most sword and sorcery, the most metal as hell, okay. movie coming out in the next year. Next year. Yeah. What is it? Passion of the Christ 2. Resurrection. <laughs> what?
1: Seriously. Yeah.
3: Is that a real announcement?
5: That is a real announcement.
3: I missed that. that is this a an Kirk
5: Cameron thing? Nope. It is Mel Gibson's oh, sequel to Passion of the Christ. Dude. <laughs> it is. It takes place. I hope it's as bloody as the first one. Dude. It takes place. waiting for the joke. Actually, actually, it takes place between from when he dies, actually, in the crucifixion to his resurrection. In the three days that he's yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. What what does you you you, Bad stuff you, happens. you, you were a roll dice you were a, a you were a good Christian <laughs> yeah. What happens when those three days? Uh, he goes to hell and frees a bunch of souls, and a lot of people are thinking it's going to be John Caviezel going to hell, freeing souls. Jim Caviezel, Jim Jim eh. Jim. <laughs> Jim B Jim. <laughs> So you left me on Genesis. If, if if that is what they're gonna do, that movie and with you know Gibson, that movie slaps. Like the yes, it slaps. That's gonna be metal as fuck. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I have the, to say, revenge lawsuit
6: slap. What are you talking?
3: I'd be I'd be intrigued. Yeah, it it. I don't know. And so I'm 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 always down for an interpretation of hell. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah, and that's I mean. Yeah. So
3: heaven doesn't bring him to the movie theater. Hell does. Uh, there you go. You didn't like spawns interpretation of hell. That one's yeah, a good
2: one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Floating like things with a bunch of guys on the rocks and shit. Yeah, and a goat looking monster thing. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay.
5: Well, what dreams may come. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's, movie
4: is so good. That's
6: yeah.
1: glorious. Yeah.
4: Visualizations in that film are Oof. amazing.
1: Oh jeez. Constantine's wasn't. Bad.
4: I enjoyed that movie too.
1: Yeah. I mean
6: you do, you have to divorce yourself from you the source material on that, but it's a it's a yes. good movie. It's fun. Yeah, that's it's a very different interpretation. It's oh yes, almost like an Elseworlds Worlds version of yeah, It's almost
5: like John we had this movie idea, eh, oh let's slap Constantine on it. <laughs>
4: well, yeah, I got It's I got. like World War Z.
2: Yeah. yeah. And Halo.
4: And
3: speaking yeah. of show opinions,
1: red light, green light. Red light.
3: Everybody, let's fight. All right, I bring this meeting of done right to order. We got four more pitches. This time to choose one of them. You each get one green light. One or more of these may be fake. Your options this week are Matt Noe, 007's Road to a Million, Welcome to Dairy, and The Full Monty. We'll start with Matt Noe. Logo Network is working with J. How do you say Jay and Miles explain the X-Men? Jay Edidin? Whatever. Is that his last name? Jay Edidin of Jay and Miles explain the X-Men and Elliot Page of Umbrella Academy on a documentary series about the history of LGBTQ representation in popular culture. Tentatively titled Matt No, the project is currently in pre-production... Filming is scheduled to begin in spring 2022 for September 2023 release. Season one will include interviews with Chris Claremont, Sir Ian McKellen, and Tim Gunn, and more. So what do you think of Matt? No, I don't understand the title, but interesting. Yeah,
1: that's not for me. Yeah, me either.
3: Mm
0: -mm.
5: I think that those are two people who know a lot of... Know a lot of lore, right? And uh, I think that they could actually do some good interviewing. Chris Claremont, uh, he did appear on Jay and Miles. I know that I know that he was on,
6: and uh, we saw um, them do a live thing at the the library thing. Yes, yeah, and Andy, a few years ago,
5: Andy was uh, was their uh, gopher,
6: right? Limo
1: driver. Yep. So, um, I'm always I'm always up for a good documentary it's just not the first thing i'd fund
5: yeah wow yeah but how many people are gonna do a documentary on the history of syphilis
3: <laughs> points <laughs> points <laughs>
5: all right let's see how that
3: compares to <laughs> 007's road to a million what the fuck get ready for the amazing race meets James Bond oh. Amazon has greenlit 007's Road to a Million a Bond style spin on a race around the world from 72 films MGM television and Barbara Broccoli the show will follow two person teams of contestants to travel the globe, including visits to various Bond movie locations, competing in both physical and mental challenges, including finding hidden questions that will point the way to their next destination. The prize at the end of it all for the winners is one million pounds. So what do you think of 007's Road to a Million?
4: I'd like to be on it, but not fund it.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> we need a gong.
6: <laughs> I mean, I, I, for years, was a big fan of The Amazing Race. I mean... Uh, I still would watch it if I had the time to devote to a series that runs that many episodes. Um, Sure, sounds interesting. It's an interesting mashup.
3: All right, let's see how that goes to Welcome to Dairy, A new prequel series inspired by Stephen King's It is coming to HBO Max. Inspired by what? The project, currently titled "Welcome to Derry," will take place in the 1960s, two decades prior to the events of the 2017 film, and explore the origins of Pennywise. Andy Muschietti, who adapted it into a pair of blockbuster movies, what adapted what adapt? is executive producing alongside Barbara Muschietti and Jason Fuchs. The Fuchs, <laughs> Fuchs, get the Fuchs fukes out. A mini-writer's room is now underway, with Fuchs leading the charge, working off a story he developed alongside the Muschietis. At this time, it's unclear if Bill Skarsgård will step into the role of Pennywise. Readers of the 1986 novel will know that Pennywise, who is an interdimensional, lovecraftian entity that wakens every 27 years to eat, crashed to Earth eons ago, settling deep below the spot that would later be founded as Dairy. Over the centuries, Pennywise exercise its supernatural presence to not only cause gruesome incidents in and around the town, but also promulgate a general sense of apathy among its older residents. I don't care. So what do you think of Welcome to Derry? I don't care.
4: I'm not a horror fan, so...
2: What do you got
3: to say on this? You're the horror guy. You're a horror expert. I'm absolutely down. Uh, There is, in the book itself... uh, it's thick for a reason. It's not just the story of the kids and them as adults. There's also a lot of interludes of where Pennywise has caused problems in Derry throughout the years. There's short stories to tell. I don't know if this is going to be kind of a long-form story or they're going to tell just images of time in Derry. It says it's going to be set in the 1960s. Uh, I'm always down for more It, frankly. I thought the movies were great.
6: The, yeah, the first one touches on the, the background of the character, but it doesn't go too deep into it. right. Into um, what? Into it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I st- sadly, still haven't seen the sequel. Um, uh, I, I, I have it on my DVR. I, like, every, I think about it every now and then. It's like, oh, yeah, I still haven't watched that. And then just forget about it. because I think, I
5: think Jake's happy you've forgotten about it, if I'm right. Am I right? I don't one. know. Didn't he hate those?
3: Well, uh he wasn't a big fan of him overall, my understanding, uh, but I, I could be wrong. I'm more interested in the bet that happened between Jake and Matt from Two yeah. Oh yeah, because
6: that's what I was going to say. Just uh, on a side note, uh, to answer your question, Jake, pre-production is not production because there are projects that go into pre-production, pre-production and never come out of pre-production, yeah. and nothing is ever produced. So there so you so go. The clock is ticking. That's that film guy has spoken. That's that's your answer as far as take drink, you know. Cause he tagged me in a, in a in a thing that I hadn't
3: responded yet. So this is my response: pre-production is not production. So am I welcome to more? IT? Yeah, absolutely, I am. Uh, especially with the Muschietti's, uh, I think he, as a director, he has a fantastic eye for creating really creepy images, and gotcha. that's exactly what it needs. And so if he's in charge of it, bring it on. Okay. I know you wanted to say it. but
5: uh, I, was re-
3: I, I was giving it to Jeff. It's his shtick, but you know, he declined. Let's see how that shtick goes against The Full Monty. The <laughs> 1997 British underdog movie The Full Monty is getting a TV sequel series on Disney+. Plus. TV? Disney? And the original cast of the film are returning to reprise their roles. Original... <laughs> the... In the original film, after losing his job at a steel factory, uh, Gatz learns that his wife wants to sue him for missed child support payments. Desperate for money, Gatz and his friend Dave decide to create their own male striptease act. The two friends recruit four more men, including their former foreman, a security guard. A group promises that their show will succeed because they are willing to go the full Monty, completely naked, unquote. The upcoming series will follow the original Band of Brothers as they navigate Sheffield and its crumbling health care and educational employment sectors, exploring the brighter, sillier, and more humane way forward where communal effort can still triumph over adversity, unquote. The series will also introduce a new cast of children and grandchildren of the returning characters. So what do you think of The Full Monty on are, Disney Plus? Are all those actors still alive?
4: Robert Carlyle starred in it.
3: <laughs> right, I remember that.
4: Mark Addy.
6: Uh, I don't know much one. about it. I just remember I'm thinking to myself, like, are these all these actors still around? No, Carlisle definitely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's in a lot of things,
2: dude. No, <laughs> just just
6: no. Yeah.
2: Also, <laughs> you don't like really?
1: These, is that you know? is that for real? I mm, I. On Disney I
2: Plus too. Mm. That seems like something they wouldn't touch.
6: Yeah. Well, you you gotta remember They're uh, making adult content now. D- Disney has MA. And
1: so they're gonna start with that.
6: <laughs> Which is funny, because I logged into my Disney Plus today, and ooh, ooh. the first thing it asked me is like, Do you want to allow TV MA content on your account, on your profile? And I'm like, Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Please enter your Please re-enter your password to verify. I was like, Jesus
3: Christ. And good on them. I'm glad that they're finally willing to do that. I figured they were doing that for like Moon Knight or something. Uh, They kind of are. I mean, they're more doing it for the stuff that transferred over from Netflix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, But It opened that door, and I'm I'm glad that they at least have the option to do that. And the foot they put in is a full Monty.
1: Get the (laughs) fuck out of here.
3: That's painful. So there you have it. Uh, Matt no- and Matt No is spelled M A T N O. I don't. And. Uh, two words? Yeah, two words. Uh, 007, Road to a Million. Welcome to Dairy and the Full Monty. Where do you want to put your green light? Uh, I don't like any of that.
4: I don't like any of them either. I wouldn't yeah. watch any of these. And I don't think.
3: Which one's going to
1: make money for the studio?
4: I don't know. None of. I don't. To be, yeah, I don't know. You've got two shows that it possibly you've got horror and a live action, you know, race, amazing race related one. So, uh, so two, what's, what's two the Two totally best of the different worst? audiences. Mm. Do I have to?
3: Yeah, I can come back to you. But can you we have just to choose- save
4: money and do something <laughs> next time? That's you what must I pick. pick one. That's funny.
5: Just sacrifice your pick, and then next week
0: you get two picks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, we'll come back to it. Let's think right. on it. <laughs> Barry. Okay, I think that last one is bullshit, uh, so I'm not voting for it, and I wouldn't vote for it even if it didn't sound like bullshit. The Amazing Race, uh, the last thing I need on this earth is another reality sh- like game show, which you know they're not real. Um, well,
6: I mean, that one's less staged than any of the others, The Amazing Race. Is.
1: I don't need it the world doesn't need it and by withholding my green light from that i'm doing my duty as a human to other humans oh um, are you
6: though is he a human yeah, am i though
0: he
1: said duty <laughs> duty and that's what i get from k there we go listen <laughs>
5: That's what you get that's from me. What you
1: get, yeah, yeah. Uh, the documentary I, would be interesting, I guess, but I know that the horror one with it will actually probably be interesting to horror fans, and I'm gonna put my green light there because I think it would make the studio the most money.
2: All right, Matt. I'm. I got the same opinion that uh, Barry has. That that's the only one that really would make money or bring in a lot of audience, I guess, maybe. But
3: all right, Jeff.
6: What's the
2: 007 one called again?
6: 007's Road to a Million. Road to a Million. Never done. Um, it. Goldfinger. To, if I have to put money behind a project that I think will make the studio money, I'm going to say it's going to be Welcome to Derry. Uh, what would I like for them to make it would be the w- 007 Road to a Million. But I'm going to... What do you choose? I'm going to choose uh, Welcome to Derry. All right. I'm pretty sure that's... Cave. where's your choice? Matt No actually, I guess,
5: has a uh, potential. That'd be interesting. Of course, what kind of audience would we have for that?
3: Well, it's on um, Logo Network.
5: No. Nah, okay. I, I mean, it's, the, the, the comic book angle is, uh, might be. But, I mean, to me, that actually would be very interesting. So, um, yeah, Full Monty. Uh, actually I'm kind of like with Matt with like why would they touch that <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to touch it but um, you would I uh, wow wow um, you'd be in the front so row. I wouldn't
1: I wouldn't jeez uh, <laughs> and I, it was in England right so you'd be putting like the one pound coins in this yeah which was shocking you know, them. Be, because it's England it pretty
5: much cover them up um, uh,
0: shots fired <laughs> It's wow. cold up there, you
5: know. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's true. Yeah, cool. um, why am I agreeing with Barry? I don't know. Anyway, no, so it's no Full Monty. We just lost all our UK listeners. That's right. They are outraged. The Aussies, however, are laughing their asses off. Um, and, they're like,
6: you're goddamn right.
5: And Road to a Million. Ah, i would never... I've, I don't enjoy reality stuff anyway. Um, but uh, Derry, actually, I mean, you know, uh, they're... N- how much they're going to, if it takes place in the 60s, because he goes, uh, Pennywise goes way back. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, obviously, They'll it's probably not, do flashbacks. Uh, well, you know. What a feeling. Uh, I'll go for that. I mean, yeah. I'll go for that. So, yeah. Yes to Derry. All
3: right. Did you make a decision, Deb?
4: I really just want to abstain. Seriously. <laughs> I don't like any of these.
3: Have the only you way to a win decision. is not to play. No one wins.
1: <laughs> yeah. Made a decision for Christ.
4: Fuck fine. You made 00- a decision for Christ!
1: <laughs>
6: That's right, Joshua. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the passion of <laughs> 007.
6: Really? Wow. Yes,
4: I don't like horror. <laughs> At least that I would participate in like possibly like finding a treasure hunt type stuff.
1: But would you watch it?
4: No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alright, so uh, pretty much across the board, uh, Derry, one vote abstaining against. Um, So Derry takes it. So which of these do you think are fake, Deb? The Full Monty. Matt, what do you think's fake?
2: The Full Monty. I don't think
1: Disney's gonna touch that. Barry. The Full Monty. Only Kirsten would touch that.
3: (laughs) Jeff. Wow.
6: I think two of them are fake,
3: but I can't
6: I'm pretty sure it's either 007 Road to a Million or The Full Monty.
3: You can vote for both. We have multiples sometimes.
6: I'm going to say those two are fake.
3: All right. Kay, what do you think's fake?
4: Watch Welcome to Dairy is fake.
2: Or the first one.
5: I definitely feel Full Monty is fake. And uh, what was the shit? Matt, no. Matt,
4: no. 007 Road to a Million. Welcome to Dairy, The Full Monty.
5: Because there was something in there couldn't have been Matt No there was something in there I was like oh that's too much detail that stinks of Aussie Matt Aussie mm. Matt Matt No yes get the f- motherfucker Matt No and Full Monty
2: here that, you are at the whiteboard, connecting red string yes I'm
5: gonna get him someday
3: all right. We only have one fake one this week, and that was sent to us from Asshole Gabe from Boston.
2: From Boston. And it Boston. is Matt No.
3: Matt No. is the fake one. Really? Wow. That means that 007 Road to a Million, Welcome to Derry, and Full Monty are in development.
1: They're really making that
6: garbage?
3: <laughs> I weep for humanity.
5: Well, okay. So I was half
6: right and for the I wrong was- reason. I was ninety nine percent certain I had heard somewhere that Welcome to Derry was happening. Oh,
1: what?
6: But I wasn't one hundred percent that I had read that. So Uh-oh. it's time to leave this world. <laughs> and I feel like it might have been related to the Jake thing, but I all I all I literally read was pre production versus oh, actual production, really? and I'm like. I'm like somebody chime in on this. Is pre-production yeah. mean it happy? I'm like no. Pre-production is not production.
5: Actually, it was all about the announcement of Road to Dairy. Is that and, what it was? And Jake uh-huh. was claiming victory. I knew it. I knew it. I uh-huh. knew it. And I Jamie. Know.
6: Jamie was the first one to go. Pre-production is not production. Yeah, because there's hundreds of projects that go into
3: pre-production and never make it to full production. So yeah, there is that, and. uh asshole Gabe from Boston uh, also writes a P.S. feel free to edit this but don't read this one if Kay isn't there I wrote this one for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're <laughs>
3: <knew I'm> <laughs> the Wow. Okay. Well, like I said it, it,
5: it, it, Chris Claremont and, and as names were rolling off I'm like this is getting a little too detailed. I thought it was Matt though. Matt No. Is that why he said Matt No? Motherfucker. <laughs> There's layers there. It's because you say, Matt, no, a lot. Yeah, really.
3: Do I say that? I don't, know. I don't Matt, know. no. And if you have a pitch to write to us, write to us. Comments at com. Put Pitches Bitches in the subject heading, and then give us your pitch. And uh, and we'll uh, set it up against the real stuff and see where it stacks. And I want to thank all of our Kofi members out there. Without you, it's this show just isn't the same. Yes, and thank you. you'll get a... Uh, a a picture of the new mini this week for the next giveaway. Maybe a full Monty. And I want to thank our Oh my god, you have to you could have to do
6: a some figure that's named Monty and the the figure I've got, once painted is the full
3: Monty. I've got green stuff. I can make a little cock and ball. It's not that hard. I didn't
6: mean to go that far. I mean just call the
3: character Monty and say, Look, here's the full Monty. <laughs> yeah.
6: I
5: don't know. I like I, I think Green Cock and Balls is. Uh, <laughs> that's on brand.
6: You could subscribe to Kofi to not see it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else in the world has to look yeah, at it. Yeah, but see, then
6: it would <laughs> pop up on Discord and they would have to see it. They'd be scrolling through Discord. La, <laughs> la, la, la.
3: Oh, my God! And I want to thank our brand new Kofi member, Kenton Miller. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And yes, I want thank to you. thank our Banana Pudding Tier 1 members, Minty Scoop, Froyog Soft Serve, Mr. Double Dave, Scully, Busterod, Multiverse Tonight, Aaron Esquire, Jacob Flora, Sour Maddie D, Mandy, Scoopatron, Richard Bruins, Ambivalent Hoax, Chad Wilson, Highland Scoop, Scoop Bucky, David Hydebrier, Matthew Bates, and Sir Chomps. And of course, our Tier 4 members, Kingfall, Deb T, David Ferrar, Tier 5, members leon mitt jeff harris jake godbold Aussie matt mad Martrin, glumly and of course a thank you to king vault for an additional one-off donation this week and if you want nice. to join our Kofi, ko ficom dot slash geek or go to the geek podcast.com and you'll find the link there and until next week i am master torgo 80s jeff commander k maple leaf Matt, the full vlog And Deb. (laughs) We'll talk to you (laughs) next week in Geek. I could take some green stuff and give you little cock and balls. That way you can see what it's like.
6: Nobody (laughs) wants to see the full vlog. (laughs) Nice. You never go
3: full vlog.
5: (laughs) Oh, by the way, uh, folks, make sure to jump on the lair. For those of you who are attending Scoop Fest, let us know if you're in town. And uh, if there'll be time for
6: us to gather.
3: Absolutely. And uh, uh, some of us may actually be there. We're kind of in discussion with that right now. Yeah. So...
6: Yes, Paul has reached out to let us know that he's going to be in town for ScoopFest and uh, that he wants to meet up. So it's very possible we could have our own little get-together. Just don't want to take away from uh, the ScoopFest festivities.
3: Absolutely not. And, of course, ScoopFest itself is fantastic. So some of us might be in attendance just to enjoy it exactly I, I don't have a schedule that I can make schedules so if I can I will be there but, but I mean one I of the highlights things.
6: was having movies with Mikey doing his oh, presentation that, was, that was so awesome that was sweet getting to see him live that was pretty pretty yeah. amazing
3: so uh, and if you're so for some weird reason not understanding what scoop fest is uh, go to the ICS that's the ice cream social podcast and learn more about it there yeah uh, passion of the Christ too Passion Je- of the Christ 2. Jesus too. Goes to Hell. Truly, uh. truly Electric Boogaloo.
6: Oh, man. <laughs> dude. Dude, if... if oh, my if God. Pa- that's that's the title right there. It's like Passion of the Christ 2. Jesus Goes to Hell.
5: Yeah. Oh, dude, if that's what he's going to do. And he, and the way he he does that 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 movie, uh, that could be some crazy-ass metal
3: shit. It could be. I mean, it's... Uh, uh, it ended. The first one ended with him going up on the cross, right? That yeah, was, that, was yeah that, that, that was it. The crucifixion. That was it.
5: And then, and then he. They flash back to a speech he makes about, you know.
6: God, Gibson has gone full rigs. Like literally, he's become the character from the first Lethal Weapon movie. Like he's just fucking bonkers.
5: It's yeah. It's kind of kind of
6: weird. It's like as that character kind of comes to terms with his trauma, and you know. Mm-hmm. goes through the cover. he's gone the opposite direction he's gone yeah,
3: but come gotten on. crazier and crazier as the years have gone by passion of the christ is one of the most profitable movies of all time really they they yes yeah, yeah. they are going enough. to make a sequel eventually somehow yeah, S- whether somehow jesus uh, returns i mean if they wait till and he's pissed <laughs> 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 It plays
6: into all of the myths that the Christians wanted, and Gibson well, gave them everything it, it, they wanted. It, it, it was and very, then some.
5: very raw, and yes. it's right out of the Old Te- uh, New Testament. Which is, you know, the interesting thing about it. It's like, man, if this goes off, I hope he does Revelations next. Oh, dude, Des- I, I'm still waiting for a good filming of the Revelation. Come fucking. On. Fucking the beast and the dragon coming up and undead right, and right. Jesus Jesus
3: takes up the sword. The lion with the locust back oh, and then my the sti- and then a scorpion stinger. Yes, Come on, it's, this is all big old... You... Talk about heavy metal fantasy bullshit. There basically, you go. Basically,
6: Barry, we are not the target audience for this. Clearly not. Unless Morgan <laughs> Freeman's <all>. in there. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't think even if Morgan Freeman were in there. Oh, man. I, I tell you, it'd be
5: crazy if... Uh, It'd be crazy if they didn't. It's crazy,
6: but it just might yeah, work. Oh,
5: shit. You know, it's not like they can... It's not like anybody can legally stop you from adapting Revelations.
3: He, but he has to... For this movie, he has to do something interesting. Because most of the interesting story to tell of the, the Christ's death story has already been told. Yeah. Right? So what's left is the resurrection and then the ascension. That's but what's a, left. A
5: lot of people... And uh, it's, it's funny because a lot of people forget that there's there's more shit in there. So, you know, like his uh, journey and leading
6: the... Uh...
3: Right, but it's not like that's spelled out what's with gonna, a lot of detail What's either. he going to do
6: next? The Book of Mormon where he goes into the, you know, Christ appearing in the Americas. And <laughs> that would be fun. God, Pre- that would preaching be fun. to the Native Americans I mean, after the resurrection. I'll tell you what
1: they need to do. Life of Brian for those... Three days after, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be
5: that'd be some. But it's it's well, it's sort of like you know some of the stories of Jesus's youth as a kid. Like there's something where he got pissed at a kid and hit him with a stick and killed him, and it was just like okay, fine, that was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. Get up. And I, I don't it, remember that story. I, yeah, th- there it there's.
4: I think you read a different version of the Bible than the rest of us. Oh, my God. Because I don't remember this going to hell thing either. That's not something they teach you.
3: Yeah, I, he I, he I leads. Re- he leads. I remember he descends into hell. Yes, I remember he, that.
5: he goes into hell and he leads. One of the ways Christianity explains, uh, what is the term? There, There's a term for, oh, the patriarchs, the the prior prophets to Christ and that they are part of
3: of the, the
5: whole, you know, God's plan yawn. and everything yawn. is Christ. You yeah, know, because they're not Christian, they should be in hell. But Christ goes into hell and leads the patriarchs, Abraham, Moses, uh, uh, Noah, and all of them out of hell and into heaven.
6: Because they all died like a thousand years before Christ would have existed. Exactly. So, you know, obviously they went to hell. Yeah. It's, so,
5: well it it, it it it's one of the political
3: spans. there, there is a lot of poetic, because i'm I'm looking into it a little bit, and his descent to the underworld is alluded to in First Peter, which states, quote, "Good tidings <laughs> were peter were quote, <laughs> good tidings were proclaimed to the dead, unquote." And then there's a uh, the Catechism notes of Ephesians, which says that Christ ascended into the lower parts of the earth. And that's all there is,
4: yeah, that doesn't say he went to hell,
3: so
1: maybe
6: he went to visit Crum under his mountain. See, As with that. almost everything, it's open to interpretation. Mm. Yep,
5: which
1: is why I hate that. It's all bullshit.
6: Well, <laughs> well yeah. it's
5: not like I was getting excited because at last, the real story is told. You're
6: just excited <laughs> to see what crazy bullshit.
2: <laughs> yes. just, that was good. <laughs> that was
6: good. Well, well that's good oh, I like my that. Children, You just wanted to see what told. dumpster fire he would put out, oh, right?
2: Dude,
5: it, it, because it could be balls to the wall
2: crazy green stuff cock and balls to the wall uh, that's yeah. what I should do a minion. I'll put oh my green God. stuff cock <laughs> and <it> balls <laughs> on it if it were like
6: co-produced by Kirk Cameron just what a train, oh, what a boy, train wreck that would be no. well, that <laughs> would be, be, a a be one rate. of those
1: movies where people like put their hands in the air while they're watching it Ugh. well that
3: mm. first one kind of was anyways yeah
1: mm. it's very true but it was also, I, I'm
3: just saying if you don't do the hell descent what is there to watch
5: I that zombie I feel? agree with it's. I mean, it'll be sort of like three days of them going, "Oh, he's dead," and then, "Well, let's let's go check." Well, there's Lazarus, right? Because Lazarus, does no, Lazarus yeah. happened prior. Oh, he way he's Shit. Old
3: Testament. Who? No, no, no he, 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 he Jesus brought back Lazarus in the in the New Testament. No, oh, oh, but whatever. that was before the. But that was before he died.
5: Oh, okay. Who? Because some, somebody said, "I I I saw him." fucking hey, A I saw him and they're all like bullshit yeah. and they run up there and they move the rock and they're like oh
3: fuck Yeah there, there's there is some story to it but the, that would be about 20 minutes of movie you need yeah. you need more wow. than that Well
5: maybe he's doing a short film
3: Maybe he ascends to heaven and kicks ass up
5: there He's a short film <laughs> Wow wow wow
3: man these former christians are salty <laughs> Goodness I would watch a movie about Jesus kicking ass in heaven. Yeah, well, that's something. That's <laughs> not not anything we've really seen yet. Yeah, you know, people, yeah. yeah, like a kung fu film. Yes.
6: Yeah. Oh my God, kung fu Jesus. That there would be. I
3: would watch that.
6: that that's and he's out all, there. There's not also, only, I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ, vampire hunter. Right.
3: These these exist, but there is green a, light.
6: Like, <laughs> not only is he like a. A freaking martial arts master, but he's also like a gun-toting, like yeah. redneck, and Root he's can, going away, blowing away shit. It can be oh played by it Will
5: right. Smith,
3: and no, he just, everyone right. says the wrong ah, thing. <laughs> red light. And he's got a pet velociraptor. Keep my it.
6: father's name out of your fucking mouth.
5: <laughs> God damn, Jesus. Keep my fucking father's name out.
6: Solid red light. <laughs> you mean solid green
3: light no, no. I'd watch it it's, it's one versus 300 <laughs> <laughs> the Jesus edition